everybody, and welcome to The Game Room. This is your weekly video game podcast. I'm your host, Michael McLeod. Joining me this week will be Dwight Robinson and Jonathan Duffer, as typical. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Yep, as usual. Yep. As You're just usual. doing yep. <laughs> yep. Real quick, before we get started, McDonald's tenders, they have tenders? I didn't know this. They didn't. Are they good? Point. Are they, they call them chicken selects. I think they still do. I think I think they still do. I I've never know. had. I've them. had their nuggets. Their nuggets is good. Are nugget the, the pink nuggets slime nuggets? <laughs> the foam foam nuggets. I, I, well, you know what? End result <laughs> tastes good. That's all that matters. <laughs> no, if you yeah. want, if you want good like tenders, you go to Hardee's. Hardee's has amazing tenders. At least, well, at least they, they did. I haven't. And I haven't had cheap. them in a while. But. Has anybody been to, um, and this may be more of your area sort of thing, like maybe maybe I'm just like, oh, well, there's only one in Georgia. The Raisin Canes, y'all been to that? You know, Raisin, it's I've funny. I've never heard of that. They're, they're building one in Hampton for like the, it's like uh-huh. one of the first ones in Virginia, I think. Uh, I think there's like mm-hmm. another one, but it's like up way north. So they're building one in Hampton. So <clears throat> yeah, I heard that's their thing is like. Tenders oh no, stuff. that is that's it. So yeah. if you haven't been to a Raisin Cane's, this is for you guys and listeners. Raisin Cane's chicken tenders are the truth. Like, <laughs> that's what I keep hearing. Well, here's the thing: One that's the all they that sell. They sell, they sell oh, no. chicken tenders oh, okay. and fries and bread. So <laughs> it's, it's like, like it better be good, right? Like yeah, they uh, specialize in it. It's good though. It's very. There's one in. There's only one in Georgia. If you're in Georgia, there, it's in Athens, which is kind of annoying because that's like I thought that was in where Greece. I'm at. That's kind of far. Well, yeah. Um, there might be one there too. Yeah, but um, that's what they fry the te- that's what they fry the tenders in. It all makes sense now. Mm, yep, it just came around wow. full circle. <laughs> full your, circle. I need to bring this closer so I can get the NPR quality. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to start. I have to start talking in very sultry right. voices. <laughs> yeah. yes. Welcome to the game room podcast. I, I can't do that. I don't. I don't have it in me. Welcome uh, to the okay. game room. Uh, yeah. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Someone that I recorded with like once, uh, he was pretty good at doing that. <laughs> Just doing the whole NPR voice. You did that. That that was that was a very good. I, I enjoyed that podcast. The three episodes I listened yeah, to before yeah. I went down the toilet. <laughs> that exists. Mark, Markiplier. Markiplier does that sometimes. If you ever watch mm. any of his stuff, he'll do the <clears throat> the sexy, sultry voice. Sometimes he's very good at it too. <laughs> and it, it's funny that that's how we're describing NPR news. <laughs> sexy, sultry, sultry, sultry voices. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I might I might be able to maintain a deeper, like a lower register, but I will forget about it halfway through. Right, and then I'll I, my my voice will go all over the place. That's the problem. I'm sure I'll yeah. forget when I so. start, you know, complaining about some shit. So yeah, once yeah, exactly. you start actually talking and not like constantly, you're not spending ten percent of your thought process on what does my voice sound like. Right, right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's always weird to me because I know my voice sounds higher pitched than it does. Well, mm-hmm. technically everyone's does because when you hear your own voice, you're hearing the vibrations of like your throat that's and everything true. at that's the same true. time. So yeah. everyone's voice sounds different. Sounds that's deeper to them than it does to everyone else that's why you hate listening like to your own voice yes when you yes i hate my own because it's like that's not me it doesn't it doesn't sound right yeah it doesn't sound right to your ears Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. it took me a long time to get over that when i was doing like youtube videos and stuff when i I was and i just i I just got to a point I just got to a point where I'm just like, whatever. I, I don't care. I still hate yeah. it. And that and it's fine. I was already there. It's I, I remembered what happened and everything. So I like real. Uh, yeah. That's why I don't tend to uh, listen to like recent ones. I was just on. Cause it's like, I don't know. It is kind of weird, but yeah, I mean, obviously oh, so you, you have, have listened to, to something. 
You've actually listened to an episode of yeah, our of podcast? course. Like, I mean, if especially oh. if it's like older or something like that. But I mean, if it, oh, yeah. if we just so recorded you... it, then yeah, not really. <laughs> I listen. You don't want to relive the memories from two weeks ago? <laughs> I listened back to all these. I just listened to uh, episode eight today. I listened to all of them to nitpick them more or less than anything else. Yeah. And I also listen to them too if I'm you know before I even post them to see if like oh that that section went on way too long and i'll cut it out or you know whatever i'll tighten mm. it up yeah if there's like a weird thing going on so mm. uh but <clears throat> geez got a little gargle there mm. but. but we're going to have a uh yeah we're gonna have a nice little discussion about what we've been playing this week and then later on after the break we'll have a discussion on uh with brant mckee from no podcast he's gonna be on talking to us about what was he talking about we recorded this so long ago <laughs> uh Oh, the... are we game collectors? Yes, that's what yes, it was. Do we consider ourselves collectors? So he'll be on for that. So uh, look forward to it. But for this week, I'm going to go ahead and start it off with what we've been playing. Mind you, we record these things ahead of time. So by that standpoint, this week that we're recording, God of War and Sonic Frontiers came out. Yep. Mm. So we're, I'm actually going to end on Sonic Frontiers because we've all had experience with that. Yes. Uh, for last once, week, but, for once in our lives, we all played the yeah. same game. Right. I know it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's a freaking miracle. Um, the last recorded episode where we talked about games, I had started Bayonetta three. In mm-hmm. since that time, I have finished Bayonetta three. It only took so. me a week. I didn't expect it to be long, but I just I just want to put everyone's like because uh, you know, especially like. If people that watch Digital Foundry or like Dwight, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> those two guys. Yeah, I'm, uh, Dwight. I'm talking more or less. <laughs> the I'm gonna only put. Two <laughs> I'm gonna put everyone's mind at ease. The game holds up as far as like a bayonetta. Like I don't feel like the Switch is degrading it really that much or at all. Like it, it plays fine. I maybe noticed a few little dips here and there. The set pieces are amazing. The story is good. Action is is top tier. So, I mean, it, the voice acting, it, it is what it is. The only, like, I guess minor things that I didn't really care for, you have to play as three different characters throughout the entire story. Of course, that's the other two don't play nearly as fun as Bayonetta. That's, yeah, that's what I heard. Um, and there's, there, it does have, like, a theme, like a music theme. Mm. Of course, you know, like, the first one had, um, was it Fly Me to the Moon? And the second one was, like, Moon Ooh, River. And, and this yeah, one has one, cool. but it's not, like, it's not one of those like top tier like memorable themes. I can't even I couldn't even tell you what it was. Yeah, that, that's the, how, fir- like, the first one. The first one's really nice. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll even the second it. one's nice. Mm. Yeah, I mean they're great, but I really really enjoyed it, and I will be playing it again. It's good times, good times. So, mm. so I'm, fly, fly really me to the moon was the theme of the first Bayonetta. You said correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was had it they the had like actual a Frank Sinatra like recording or. No, no, no. They had. I they believe. It. Well, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a remix. It's not like a direct thing, but I think they might have sampled it. I'm not sure. It's been a long time since I played Bayonetta one, so. I think they may have played because re- there's. They call it the climax version because you know, of course, it's Bayonetta. But that version is like it's done in the because Bayonetta's music is done in like this you know super heavy piano kind of like poppy sound or whatever. And mm. that's what, that's what they did. And it's like super well, high like energy say, the, and stuff. The soundtracks for one and two are both very memorable. Yeah, they're really good. This one, not so much. And I've and I've said multiple times it's, it's that good. the remixes to the Sega um, classic Sega music they did in like Bayonetta style for Afterburner. The first time I heard that, I was blown away. And of course, they also did mm-hmm. one for 
for a fantasy fantasy zone, I think. Was it fantasy zone? Is that what it's called? It's the one where it's it's you know the behind the back the behind the back shooter for um, Sega. They had an arcade space harrier. Space Harrier. Why did I say Fantasy Zone? We had this discussion at another this point. Exact same discussion. This. The exact, exact same, same one, discussion. And I forgot the name again. But yeah, Space Harrier. They have a Space Harrier like uh, remix too. I I don't. I, the only difference I didn't have to look it up this time. Right. right? <laughs> but it, yeah, it's yeah. it's great. It's great. I wonder if they mind you. It's been a minute mm-hmm. since Bayonetta two. If you. You know, Bayonetta 2 is published by Nintendo, and they mm. have all these Nintendo-themed costumes. Mm. There is a level where you take over a um, like a fighter jet, mm. and you essentially play a game of Star Fox. Type, you know, it's like a shooter. Mm. But oh, if you're really? wearing if you're wearing the Fox McCloud costume, mm. it turns into an R wing instead. Mm. Um, nice. And I think I think the music may change to Star Fox music, but I, I could mm. be wrong. It's been a while. <sighs> that yeah. could have been an afterburner level. Damn it, Sega! Come on! <laughs> Damn it! Well, it's it's more Nintendo than Sega at this point, so hey, what is? Well, yeah, that's some Bayonetta three I mean, though. Bayonetta three is in my why, why it is Nintendo well, instead of Sega. <laughs> we, we had this we had this discussion already. Yes, I agree. <sighs> but Damn it. Um, you know, I was going to jump onto my next. You know what? I've just realized everything I played this week is a Sega thing. Mm. So Sega. we started off. Yeah, Bayonetta three, mm. and then. I'm just going to throw this out. I've been playing Skies of Arcadia on the Steam Deck. Hmm, okay. If you don't know what Skies of Arcadia is, because it's an older game at this point, like, mm. and it's kind of expensive, so is it, I'm not going to tell you. Is it emulated, or is it like a, a Steam version or something like that? Oh, no, no, it's it's emulated. I, I Okay, mm. so for, for just throwing that out there, I do own this on Dreamcast. I do own this on GameCube, mm. but I'm playing it emulated on the Steam Deck. Mm. If you don't know what this is, a like a Dreamcast-era... Turn-based RPG mm. with sky pirates. You play as like these pirates that are in the sky. They, they fly around <laughs> these airships. Oh, it makes mm. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But it's it's cool though, and it's it's even though it's kind of dated, mm. it's definitely one of the best RPGs from that time frame. If you ever played like Grandia Two or something like that, or, I've I've um, always heard that, and I've never played it. Never played Skies of Arcadia. I played Skies of Arcadia is good. I stuff. played Grandia two for like maybe about an hour because I was like testing out like you know the burn Dreamcast games that I had or whatever to make sure it worked. Of course, <laughs> of course. But yeah. I, I saw you played Shinmu, right? Tisk. <laughs> Just to see it is worked. actually that's li- that's literally how, <laughs> how I played Shinmu. <laughs> I did. Have, I, I did. Have I just have to game for that too, though. I have to point out that Skies of Arcadia is like met with a disservice in the sense of like. A, it needs a remake. But even if it didn't have a remake, at least Grandia Two. I keep going back to that. Like you can buy on Switch and PS4 mm. as a like a native HD version. Mm. Yeah, Skies of Arcadia. The last time you could buy it was on GameCube. Mm. Yeah, and even then, it's just like yeah. that version. If you want to pick it up, it's like a hundred plus dollars at this point. Oof. And the the Dreamcast version, while I think is a bit cheaper, is still going to cost you sixty to eighty bucks, which is insane to me. Mm. It's like, come on, man. Put this game out again. Like you re-released Jet Set Radio, you re-released all these like Dreamcast-ish games. Like that's stuck on Dreamcast and um, GameCube. Come on, man, get get give it the times. Give it the times. It's funny. I've never. I don't. Grounded Two is is held in such high re, um, high regard, and I haven't really played it. I played the first one on PlayStation, and I played mm-hmm. the third one on uh, PS2. PS2. I was that's the only thing it's on. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, that, uh, but yeah, Grandia 1 and 2 you can buy in a collection. I actually have it on Switch. 
Mm. And uh, yeah, they're actually very good. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of like here, let's just put these in HD and call it a day. And but that's all we really need, really. I mean, honestly, I'd I'd wish more games would do that. <laughs> but yes, you know. that's why I'm saying, like, just put this shit out. Like, I, fifteen just bucks, twenty bucks. You don't have to like keep do a whole bunch of exactly. stuff to it. Just yeah, because it's very you, it's very unique in the sense. Now, I wish there was some quality of life improvements. I'd go for a remake, but even if not, I mean, just just put it out. Mm-hmm. I'd buy it again. I'd get everyone else to buy it again. <laughs> buy too. that for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Do the I'd do buy the, that for twenty dollars. Like Night Dive has been doing, and make enhanced editions. You don't even have to do like a full remake. Just like clean mm-hmm. it up a little bit, and you know, put some new skins on stuff and, and that sort of thing. Iron I think the, the last, <laughs> the last reference at all was in Skies of Arc, not Skies of Arcadia. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing yeah. Transformed. Right. Yeah. He was a he was a racer you could get in that game. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and he even had a level, and I was like, man, this looks amazing. I think that the new no Sonic one will ever experience game this game doesn't have any of that anymore. <laughs> No, it's just Sonic characters. Yeah, which is sad because I think I, even it's Ryu so and, weird. And Shinobi was in was Sonic and Racing All Stars Transform, if I remember correctly. So really, so Ryu from um uh, from Sega from from uh, Shenmue, Shenmue, yeah, is in the PC version of mm. of Transform only. It's not huh. in the console version. Mm. It's very odd because he drives an Outrun machine, which I think is funny. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, God, but man, it's we weird how the, those. Outrun. Oh my God, we need so another Sega <laughs> racing game. But like, I feel like they've regressed because it was the 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 All Stars Racing, mm-hmm. not Transformed, was excellent, and then Transformed was yeah, it was alright. It wasn't as good, but it was still fun. Mm-hmm. And then the newest one is just Sonic characters. Like they took everyone else out. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hold on, I feel like the progression of this went backwards. Yeah, <laughs> so. But yeah, that's Skies of Arcadia. If you have an option to play it in any sort of form, and you like uh, 2000-ish era RPGs, good times. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it or not. I've already beaten this game a long time ago, and it is a long game. Mm. So it's just it's just one of those things. I I had the the dock for the Steam Deck, and I popped it in, and I was like, uh, yeah. And then next thing I know, two hours later, I've yeah <clears throat> played a good chunk of this game. And lastly, I guess I'll jump on to Sonic Forces, which we have all played. Frontiers. No, we haven't. Frontiers. <laughs> Sorry. Frontiers. They both the Sonic with Forces. F. The brand new shit. I haven't played Forces either. <laughs> okay, I have played Forces. Not as bad as everyone else says, but we're talking about Sonic Frontiers. Mm. Yes. Wow, good job. <laughs> I've already botched it. Uh, I have a list of, of issues. Oh, dear. Uh, and a list of good... Th- <laughs> uh, no, not really issues, and a list of good stuff though. Mm. Okay, good. But uh, I figure we can all kind of jump into this. So um, I've played about four hours. I know uh, okay. you, you probably played about four hours, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I think it ended up being about four hours. I don't remember exactly how long I got. I put into it. Probably about maybe two or so. How far did you get? Did you? Did you? The last thing I remember doing was. This like little mini game, we had to herd the little stone um, jigglypuffs. Yeah, I did. Like, I, 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 I did <laughs> stone jigglypuffs. That yeah. was like that was like the last thing I did. that's the thing. It's it's kind of hard to say like like how far are you into it because you can literally like just yeah go anywhere and do yeah a lot of different yeah. Shit it does have do. a very yeah it does have a very open aspect to it. It's called yeah. open zones. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. I will say that I like mm-hmm. 
it doesn't hold the nostalgia for me, something like Sonic Adventure does. But mm. I mean, I still think it's probably the best Sonic game we've had in a while, by far. I it's, absolutely it's, agree with that. It's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no frame of reference, so I'll say yes. <laughs> yeah, so your experience is this is your first 3D Sonic game at all, right? Right. Yeah, this is the first time I've played a 3D Sonic game. Mm. It's all downhill yeah. from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Well, okay, maybe not all downhill, but without but, yeah. nostalgia goggles on, yeah, you're no, yeah, you're right. It actually probably is all downhill from here. There's um <laughs> sucks to be you. There's um there's some there's some good and bad. If I, I guess if I can jump in real quick, the music is amazing. Like it's, yes. I love it. The, I love yes. the music. I disagree. 100%. I think the music is good. Uh, Only good, it. not amazing. I was, I, I was, I, I was compared to like Sonic Adventure Two and even even Sonic Force. I think had better music in it. I'm like, but I will say the variety is better. The variety is better. They, there's yeah. there's a lot of different ones. I like for me, I liked it better just because I'm so I don't know. I was I never really liked the. 3d sonic music which was just like this mm. weird 2000s band music that's why that's <laughs> that's actually why i like it and that's like that I, band I've is that band is called that. crush 40 by the way and they're they're in every sonic game i've always hated that i like you know and in, and in anytime it. they do like sonic music compilation like you know uh when they play like in concerts or something they play other sonic music I'm like, ooh, Genesis music, yeah, woo! And then it gets to like the 3D music, and I'm just like, oh god! And everybody's like, oh yeah! I'm like, uh, <laughs> See, that's, that's me. I'm that I'm that oh yeah guy. Some some of them are good, and it, it's I'm more the of like man. the it's more of like the the um, orchestral stuff or like the game sounding music. But then, like mm-hmm. the live band sounding stuff is just like, oh my god, oh yeah, Sonic, go fast, woo! And I'm just like, no, <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I've never liked that. But I mean, the the music in this, I would have to say, doesn't sound like Sonic music, or it doesn't sound it's like good. 3D Sonic music. It's good, and I yeah. love it. Like this, I that was really honestly surprised the first time you do one of those like. Um, I guess the Super action short levels. stages and it had yeah, it go yeah, and I was like levels. I was like oh my god it had this like lo-fi drum and bass sound I'm like where the hell did this come from I was like honestly so, surprised that's why that it yeah. doesn't click with me 100% like it sounded fine but it's like this doesn't really I don't feel like this fits the tone of the level at all like it just I I, I would just probably just agree with that or... but I think that's why I liked it so much because you know the 3D the 3D Sonic game sound like they, I mean, some of them have yeah. like done different stuff, like Sonic Colors or whatnot. But the sound is usually all, like the same, and this doesn't sound like that. And that brings but me. It to doesn't. Broken. It's very I'm different. It. Yeah, and that's that brings me but to you, the next. But you point. also do have you do have the the rock and roll stuff during like boss fights. I mean, right? It, it's, but it's it more of like the, this. Kind it has of like, that stuff. It sounds it's more of like out. new metal, like two thousands new metal or whatever, mm-hmm. like Linkin Park and whatnot. Yeah. Which I'm fine with that too, as long as it doesn't sound like fucking, you know, um, Lincoln Park exactly. Um, which is just whining. It sounds more Lincoln Park than than fucking what are the Smashing Pumpkins or whatever the fuck they were, <laughs> the 2000s era bands. I, 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 don't I don't know. So it, yeah. I mean, I was fine with it, and they have it during boss battles, which I thought was cool, and you know, they yeah. changed it up, and it's more atmospheric I mean, it's, when you're it's, out in the world. It's there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like so, that. But yeah, it, it, anybody got Breath of the Wild impressions out of this thing at all? Like, I know he went at, he went out of his way to say this is not like Breath of the Wild no, at all. No, which yeah. it it is not in the sense of like it's not a huge <laughs> open world. Mm. But I do have to point out a few things. They 
they super took. I don't care what the hell he says. Mm. They took ideas from Breath of the Wild oh, and yeah. Shadow of the Colossus. Like absolutely, absolutely. The Shadow somebody's of the Colossus a fan was a, was a comparison I actually made on stream when I'm fighting. You cannot the tell me I'm those. Like, okay, this is straight from Shadow of the Colossus. I'm down for it, but this is straight from Shadow the, of the Colossus. Yeah, that those that little things, right? Yeah. The Cocos. Mm-hmm. Those are Koroks. Mm. Like, see, they're 100 percent Koroks. They're these little things in Breath of the Wild that are all over the place. Okay. Yeah, and they to, look not. You have to pick them up not, and take them back to their ma- to their master or whatever. Yes, their mom or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> so, and not only that, but you've you noticed the stages again. Duffer doesn't really know, but mm. like the stages typically are a lot longer than what they are in here. The stages in this are over in like a minute. They yeah. are. They're they're really yeah. short. The the action and, stages, yeah. Yeah. And they're set up in these like shrines essentially yeah so it's kind of yeah. like breath of the wild again yeah. where you have yeah, yeah. that part of yeah, like these very like... Sh- you don't have huge dungeons you just have these little short like little contained things mm-hmm. that are set up in these like shrines you have to go to you do that you one thing and then, you're, some and then you're out actually I prerequisite remember, to unlock them i remember you had an issue with that because it has like a hundred of those tiny shrines instead of like six like big ones like they normally do or yeah. something five I or rather, six. i prefer to have the the bigger ones with less of them personally but that's just me yeah. yeah. Now, in the in the context of Sonic, I actually think it works out better. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, because yeah. I'd whole, rather have con- short the whole stuff, but... reason for Sonic existing is that he gotta go fast. So, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's it's actually it's absolutely perfect. It it works. Um, I think. I mean, there a lot of the extra stuff that that um, you know, something like Genshin Impact and Breath of the Wild would do, like a you know, eating, you know, cooking. Uh, okay, so you don't have to crafting. Do that. You know, all that stuff you yeah. don't have to deal with. Um, but a lot of the Ugh. a lot of other stuff is is there, which I thought was which was the blood moon is there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's called a. Uh, I'm sure you probably read into it for the the starfall or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's star like fall. where it. I mean, if you hadn't played it long, you probably wouldn't have got it. It's, it's a three or four hour mark sort of thing. You know, like it has a day night cycle. Unlike the fourth or fifth night. Mm. Um, oh oh oh! When it, stuff respawns. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Yes. I got that, like, okay, so in, in Breath of the Wild, on the fifth night or something That's like right. that, you, you have... Did, you mentioned that before. I forgot you about that. A, You've mentioned that you on the podcast You have a blood before. moon that respawns all the enemies. Yep. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get that <laughs> so, far. Yep. <laughs> Although, yeah. well, now, so now this They copied that mechanic 100% right there. It didn't there. respawn all the enemies. It just respawned one of the bosses. Did it not respawn all the enemies? I could have swear it responded Not for, not for me, anyway. It respawned, like, one of the mm. bosses, and there were a bunch of stars around. Maybe I didn't go yeah. far enough past that. Maybe, Maybe it didn't respond other... everybody. But but yeah, I do remember you talking about that though. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. now that you now that you mentioned it, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I mean they're they're definitely I know they're saying that oh we, we didn't take uh it's not like this, we're not just making a clone. You may not be making a clone, but you're it, definitely it is, taking yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Not, especially it's now that you pointed out, there is there is definitely a lot of inspiration. There's I mean, constant it's, little like it's a lucky more, charm pieces that you're trying yeah. to collect. They're not. I mean, what are they like? Hearts and balloons and shit. Like you're right. constantly yeah. collecting some yeah. sort of like MacGuffin. Hmm. Uh, well, those <laughs> so, at least progress the story. They do. Yeah, they do. It's, but I mean, I, I like I like yeah. it. I know I'm complaining a lot, and I'm really just kind of making like observations there's still that like jank like um i know neither one nobody watched my stream i did stream this tonight mm. the, the the night it came out but there was like one boost pad that like led to a rail mm. you didn't have this issue definitely yeah I, uh, I you said 
But if you look at my stream, like every time I would hit this one rail, Mm -hmm. like hit the boost pad to get on the rail. Now, if I jumped on the rail without any sort of speed, I would just go up and be fine. Mm. But if I hit this boost pad, which was aimed right at it, Mm. it would like shoot me off the rail right into the water. Yeah, I, I yeah that never happened we, to me either. Yeah, we tested that yeah. on stream with with my thing, and it, it worked perfectly fine. So I, I'm I mean, you can sure you can watch it on mine. I have it on there. And also, the, I find that I'm falling to my death area, way too right? often <laughs> by the cliffside or whatever. Yeah, it's like there's like a, a ledge. It's like a, a a bridge that like draws in. They like uh, it's like a cutscene where they like draw in the bridge. With yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly whatever. what you're talking about. Yeah, I, it's right after I that. I did all the rails in the in the area. I didn't have any issues either. Uh, maybe it was just a glitch on my end. You know, I did get it the yeah. night it came out. Cool. So yeah, there uh, there may have been like a patch that fixed something, or uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I find that I fall to my death way too easily, and uh, that I'm just like uh, that shouldn't have shot me off there. There's been a couple times where I'm just like, no. That that <laughs> is, I mean that's, that was a thing that I that's I Sonic found, Jank. Yeah, I found myself falling a lot um, to my <laughs> death, but I think that was more me not being. I I think some of it is is just due to Sonic um, being so fast that he easily falls off platforms when you think you really shouldn't, mm. but um, when you're like trying to aim for them mm. and stuff. But I think also that's partially me not being used to not just having to get used to how fast that he moves and just having to mm. compensate for it. I think uh, yeah. I, kinda, I don't know I if, agree, if there's I like, but I mean I am used to it and it's just not. I'm yeah. still doing it. Maybe I just suck. Who knows? I, norm- <laughs> I normally don't like, and it's funny because this game is two of the things I really don't like, you know, having a big open, open place <laughs> and like uh, having a bunch of collectibles. And it's really, I actually like it a lot because for one, I think this is one of those few games where, and it's, it's not completely original because there's been a lot of like fan games that have done this for years where they have like oh, a big yeah. open area with a lot of like springs and loops and shit and you basically just run around as Sonic. There's so many, you know, fan games that do that. So and I've played some of them. So it actually feels a lot like those. <laughs> it really doesn't feel that different to those. The I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the developers played some of those too. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they, they did. Which is why they some, hired of got, some of those people. <laughs> why they got shot down uh, shut down or whatever. The biggest difference between <laughs> this and a lot of those down. those um <laughs> those uh what's it called? Uh uh, fan games is that there's no there's no inertia which is weird and it's it's mm. really weird but then when you notice it because if you let go of the thumbstick you stop immediately like there's no inertia at all which that never yeah. happens in a sonic game there's always even the 2d sonic games have inertia like if you're running and then you stop he like skids to a stop or whatever like you never yeah. stop on a dime and here you stop immediately and it kind of like it weirded me out at first because I'm like, you know, running, and then like I let go of the thumbstick because I don't want to sit there and hold forward all the time. And he just like stops, <laughs> like immediately. And I was like, Wait, you're gonna what? have to hold the thumbstick, sir. You have to <laughs> hold the thumbstick like the whole time, which is kind of annoying. But you know, whatever. Um, it's especially since you have to run everywhere. <laughs> it's probably because of the platforming to make the platforming yeah. easier. Yeah, and even the 3D, yeah. Yeah. the 3D Sonic games didn't do that, but you there wasn't. It wasn't like an entire huge open area, so I guess it wasn't as bad. Right. Because even those games right. have inertia, and there's a lot of platforming in the three D the three D games. Well, some mm-hmm. of them more so. I would even say probably, especially like 
especially before they focused wholly on speed. Yeah. Like, the first game is way more of a Yeah, Sonic Adventure 1 game. especially, yeah, is way more. And instead of just, like, just boosting rails all the time, like a lot of the later ones are. Well, I, I was talking about Sonic 1, like, the first one is. is but, I mean, Sonic Adventure 1 does have a lot more of that, too. But, yeah. There was a lot of yeah. platforming in the first Sonic, yeah. 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 A lot of block pushing and stuff like that. Yeah, Sonic uh, 2 is simple, where it really simple, simple just, stuff. like, goes nuts with all, like, the loops and everything. Sonic 3 kind of slows mm-hmm. it down a little, too, actually. Last question, I guess, on my end, mm. before I let you guys just kind of run free with this. Mm. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, they, they, it's, don't, it's, they don't tell uh, you a lot. It's an alternate dimension. I mean, come on. What else can yeah. you know? <laughs> it, this, this is definitely one of those happen. things where there's uh, yeah, things I, I don't stuff, know why I asked. Things and stuff Where, where you're, not, you're not supposed to know what hap- what's happening at the mm. moment, and they're going to fill you in later. Mm. That, that's, it, has that, <laughs> it definitely has that vibe. <laughs> I, Will they though? It, I it, feel like that's gonna be the issue. It doesn't seem, gonna be like what? Well, I'm saying it has that vibe. Now whether yeah. or not they actually do is yeah. a completely different story. But it definitely has because that a lot vibe of, of hey, we're just gonna throw you in, not tell you anything, and you'll we'll fill you in as the story progresses. We'll just have I to feel see like if they fulfill on that. Some of the cutscenes I've saw, like I, I'm just like, should I should I know what's happening here? Right. Dude, yeah. I, like, I feel like know. it's definitely um, I agree that it feels like it's on. It's by design as opposed to just like they just didn't feel like telling you anything. Because right. if another example of a game that really doesn't tell you shit is um, uh, the other Sonic Team game, uh, sort of kind of Sonic Team game that came out recently, uh, Balan Wonder Wonderworld. That happens. Oh, if you yeah. play that, yeah. it literally tells you nothing. And you start a game, yeah, and you like, see, like, go. there's a oh, farmer, okay. and you're just like, like that. And then, like, you start <laughs> the level, and then at the end of the level, they're dancing, and then that's it. And you have no idea what the fuck you just did. Yeah, zero context what, whatsoever. None. You no clue. This game, it actually, I mean, even the characters are like, you know, well, what the hell is going on? You know, so it's <laughs> that's true. They, they are, they are, you know, I guess I actually like the voice acting. Too. I, I, I do. Good. And um, that was the next thing I was going to say. This is probably some of the better voice acting I've heard in a Sonic game. And that's not a, I mean, the thing it's is, not a huge bar, you know, very high bar, it's, but you know, yeah, it is very good. It's I really, all... I really liked Robotnik's voice. I really liked Robotnik's mm-hmm. voice. Amy's voice was. Not as annoying as as it has been in like other it, games that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, it, it so wasn't like, as even though everyone, I wasn't a, like a big fan of it, I was like, okay, it's fine. Everyone that's being voiced is the same voice actors they've had for a while. At this is point. it? Like they're the same ones. It that, can't yes. be because Sonic, it, but, Sonic has so much more bass in his voice now. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the guy grew up a little bit, but it's the same guy. I, still, I can tell I still, it's the same guy. I still th- he actually sounds. We can look it up. I we have these magic better now than he normally does, but he has like so See, much more bass in his voice now. I don't. Which I don't is so like funny. Sonic's voice. I, I, I think. <laughs> I think the voice actor is doing a good job. I hmm. don't like the voice though. Because you don't think it like it sounds like, like his Sonic. character. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, Roger Sonic's, Roger Craig Smith, and that's the guy that's been doing it. He what? he's he's doing definitely it. doing something different because he yeah, absolutely sounds he sound he it sounds like he has a deeper voice it sounds like he's supposed to be he, older he, and he sounds like he's going out of his way to be a little bit older and he's yeah. not yeah, but. he doesn't sound as annoying as he normally is he's like come on tails or you know any of that bullshit right. he doesn't Dude, do I'm that t- they don't they don't sound that bad N- y'all need to watch Sonic oh my god even in Sonic my favorite <laughs> 3D Sonic game up until this point was Sonic Generations and it he still does it in that <laughs> he's still he's still <laughs> but I mean it. I was honestly surprised I was like holy shit okay this is actually not that bad you know 
you know, I had my mm-hmm. finger on the switch to Japanese dub button, you know, hovering, and then like I heard, uh, I heard a voices, and I was like, okay, <laughs> he right, he like, has that he, button modded into the console. Yeah, I was gonna say, just, just waiting. <laughs> is there a Japanese dub button? There is. Can you switch it to Japanese? Voices? I don't think there's a button. No, but yeah. yeah. I mean, you oh, can you can switch you can switch the voice. You can switch it to like Spanish, German, Japanese. It had a bunch of different options actually. All right, okay, we're all cool. playing this on German. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's I hope I didn't just offend our German. Yeah, scene. no. <laughs> man, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, all, all, all six of them. Yeah, but I mean, this is yeah, this, this pretty is like high. A, this is this is a known thing. Actually, yeah, that would be really high, <laughs> considering we speak English. <laughs> this this is a known thing for them, too, though. I mean, it's just, like, one of the most unsexy languages ever. <laughs> like, I, yeah. like, was yeah, it? Yeah, that's true commercials of just like you know uh uh german bikini models or whatever and they start talking and it's just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean but I, I really i really did like the uh, robotnik though because you haven't really heard him yeah I thought it was pretty the good. point i've gotten to you haven't really heard him say much but mm. what i did hear him say made it he sounded a lot less like a megalomaniac who There's... had no idea what was going on and more I like think thoughtful and calculating i was like that's a better dr Robotnik the voice overall. direction of this game it's just like all right guys look i know this is what we've been doing forever but we're gonna need to turn the corniness down like a couple of notches yeah and that's yeah. that's what it sounds yeah. like in general like a lot of the 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 campy corniness that you normally get from a 3d sonic game is not there or it's just like yeah very greatly reduced which i was honestly very surprised about so it's mm. that's weird and you know the the only thing that i kind of was iffy about is the look of the game the game doesn't look bad and i'm not talking about like like um like technically or whatever but just like mm. stylistically 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 it does not look like a sonic game it's very mm. sparse which is it looks like a zelda game which is fine for what <laughs> they're trying to do but like like compared to the mo- the other another recent 3d sonic game right sonic lost world I thought Sonic Lost World, which also was copying off of a Nintendo game, but Sonic Lost yes, World was. looked very unique. It was super vibrant, super colorful, and there was like it was packed with shit. Like if, uh, I actually love the way Sonic Lost World. Yeah, was. a lot Personally, of the levels. Sonic Lost fantastic. World to me is the the spiritual successor to Sonic Extreme. <laughs> it's it's almost like the 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 Super Mario Galaxy of Sonic. Games. Oh yeah, 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 almost. <laughs> yeah, almost like they copied it one to one. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not nearly as good. But um, but I mean, yeah, but you look at the visual style or whatever. And it's super unique, and it looks even compared to other Sonic games, or whatever. Which I appreciated that mm-hmm. about that game. This game is not really that, you know. If you didn't, if you just took like random screenshots of the area and you left Sonic out of the picture, would anybody be able to tell what fucking game that came from? <laughs> I mean, outside of the rails outside and shit. Rails, yeah, you'd yeah. Have to, yeah. <laughs> if you just yeah. have like just like like a random, you know, landscape vista and then the, the monsters, yeah. even keep the monsters in the picture, but then you don't see like the the rails. Nobody would know what the fuck game that was. <laughs> yeah. So well, did you get did you get to the, the giant geth, uh, Dwight? Hmm? The the like giant. Did you get to like the giant geth? Uh, that yeah. That well, the summoned? one with the three arms. I beat him. I don't know. I didn't beat no, the not other the, one. Not the 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 other one. Yeah, the other one. I haven't fought yet either. Yeah, and you know uh, the, he has like eyes like all over handed, him. Handed you your ass, which is like which is pretty crazy. Oh no, no, not even that one. The one with the eyes is easy to beat once you figure out how to beat it. Oh, are you talking, talking about, about the, the one, that one that's the... just like flying around with this road behind him? No, I, I beat that one too. There's like a giant, <laughs> it looks like a geth from Mass Effect. 
and this girl summons it, and you try to attack it, and it like hands you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He has eyes all over him. So does he? If you if you pay attention, right? It's all like one color. (laughs) Excuse me for not paying attention. His arms and like (laughs) his head and everything. There's these little eyes, and they don't look like eyes because they match the color of everything else. But they move around and look at you or whatever. And I remember uh, thinking, okay. like, "Holy crap, that actually looks pretty cool," or whatever. I thought you were talking about the the glow, the the floating ball of eyes. Yeah. No, 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 no not that. For a second. Oh, that enemy is so yeah. damn annoying because, like, it's it's not it, annoying once you it, the 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 jump and tap L. It you know the uh, where he just kicks like shock waves out or whatever. That yeah, I don't know the move, but I mean it's that just, kills it immediately. He barely gives you like anything. For like spending all this time like fighting him and like circling him and all yeah. this other shit, and I'm just I, like, find well, that, I find that I find that you don't circle him. That I, I figured that him. out. You don't attack well, you him do regular. You, you just you use wait that until move. he like stops like with the electricity around him, mm. and then you just hit him as many times as you can, and then stop when he starts charging up again. You don't mm. like circle him or anything. If you don't circle him, then he won't recharge his balls, and then once he drops his electricity <laughs> shield down, you just hit him again. Clip that, and then. So if you don't <laughs> if you don't get hit by the electricity, when you get hit by the electricity, he recharges all that stuff. Right. But so you just don't get hit by, by the electricity. You just see, stop right before then. I'm, uh, the the jump move will do it. You don't have to worry about him charging or anything. You just jump. See that kick. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, that I just all three of so us have it. three different ways of finding this one enemy in a damn Sonic game. To me, that's part that's of the true. reason why this game is so good. I was yeah. very, I'm, very impressed with the whole combat system we're in this almost game. The fact that he has all those moves, we talking about and you could choose different <laughs> ways of like find them. In a usual yeah. Sonic yeah. game, you just did a homing attack. <laughs> That's all you yeah, could fucking true. do. That's literally it. Most of the times, you can't even jump on their heads in like the 3D Sonic games, whatever. So the fact that there's all this shit, there's all these different ways. There's different enemies you have to, um, you have to like approach differently. You know, because I remember the little mm-hmm. spinning wheel thing. Um, I found the easiest way to kill him was to shoot that's him, how I'm doing You it. know, with the sonic booms or whatever. And, you know, when I saw that you could unlock sonic booms, I'm like, why the hell has Sonic not had this before? Has he? And I just didn't know. He, it's Sonic, and he, he could never do sonic booms before? <laughs> like, this is literally, this move is literally him. I'm like, why have he, I never... He couldn't even do it in the game called Sonic Boom. And I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is amazing. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff about that game. There's just like, to me... You know, there's been other good Sonic. It, I'm not going to say that there's never been a good 3D Sonic game before this. Oh no, there definitely has, but this is unique. And what, yeah, I, do I would, I would say so. the impression that it gave off from the early trailers is not at all how this how the game was like when yeah. I was actually playing it. I, w- I would definitely say if you're interested, definitely give it a shot. Uh, unless yeah. it's on Switch, in which case, I guess, if you don't have another option. But yeah, uh, we're not going to get all into all that. We need to yeah. move on. We're only at 40-something yeah, no, no, minutes, and we've only talked about a couple things. Dwight, why don't you tell us about Dragon Ball, the breakers, because I'm interested to know Stop how the hell Yeah, the game that? sucks. But let me... <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get into on. that. Somehow, uh, <laughs> somehow I felt that coming. Yeah. The, yeah the, the, That's why I didn't even bother running the it. The only thing I was going to add about the, the Sonic thing, uh, when you first started up, and DF uh, made a made a point about this too, I hate this. The the um the graphics mode that it puts you in is 4K 30, uh, and it is yeah. terrible because it's not even a consistent 30. It looks terrible. I mean, this the consistency is really bad. You switch to the 60 FPS mm-hmm. mode, 
so much better. And on top of that, magically better. The resolution. Like why do you just not pick this? The resolution one off, doesn't off the, even go down. Rim, yeah. Really, like it has this like the super sample 1800p. It's so close to 4K. It's just like why did you not set that as a default in the first place? That's a huge I, mistake. I wonder what did you? What were you playing it on? I was playing like, on were you Series playing X. It on, was it on a 4K that's TV? What I was playing on. Yeah. Maybe that's why it defaulted to 4K because I played it on my on my PC on a 1920 by 1080. Uh, it doesn't, and it defaulted to yeah. That's to not it. It doesn't really work that way on the on like Xboxes or whatnot. So when they uh, yeah. they'll usually have like a performance and a quality mode for a lot of games. They default to the performance mode, and then you can choose the quality if you want. Um, it just mm-hmm. depends on which one works better. The only time they default okay. to to quality is if in the performance mode it drops you down to like 1080 or something crazy or something like that. In this game, mm-hmm. the performance mode is objectively the better option, and it doesn't default to that, which doesn't make it, any it's, sense. It's 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 practically just defaulting you to a 30 frames a second game that looks the same. Right. It's just like exactly. why would you? Yeah. Why, it's it's a switch to turn on sixty frames. Exactly, a that's, a, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Because most of the times you have to sacrifice one or the other. Like a game will be yeah. You don't have to be, sacrifice anything. It just starts you off in the worst mode. Yeah, because you can you could be four K thirty or you could be ten eighty sixty and like maybe in another game. But this game you're it puts you in objectively the worst mode for no reason, <laughs> and it just it's yeah. just the stupidest thing. So hopefully they fix yeah. that in like a patch or something. And like hopefully that. they did. Oh, right, move one on. thing I wanted to say was okay. remember we were talking about the the DLC that you yeah. have to activate before yeah. you before you start. The oh game? yeah, 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 yeah. Mine yeah. was already activated when I went and checked. Well, because you you had it on PC, it probably was part of the package. Yeah, installed. Yeah. Maybe that might be. Yeah, okay. that's probably that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, <laughs> Are you it's sure? a great game. I love, I, love, I love that game. I I think it's yeah. I think it's great. So I might buy. It. I don't love it, but I like it. I might I might buy. I it. Give it. I give it. I give it a like. But um, seven out of ten. Yeah, so Dragon so Ball the Breakers. Oh my god. So four out of ten. <laughs> I'm so glad. And you know the thing is, when I saw it in my queue, uh, I added my queue because I wanted to. I wanted to try it out. It said the keep it price was like why you thirty or forty bucks or something like that, which I thought was crazy. I was like, is it really that much? It should be. Should on, be cheaper than that. Yeah. On Xbox, it's like twenty bucks. So I don't yeah, know why cheaper, the yeah. physical is. Is I guess it's like a special edition or something. Maybe. Maybe they only um, released a special edition on disc. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But I, I have no idea. So the game's not worth forty bucks. It's not worth twenty bucks either. Oof. So Oof. this game is it worth ten bucks? <laughs> no, no. It, Higher or honestly, lower, Bob? Honestly, this game should have been a free uh, phone game. It looks Ooh. like a free phone game. It plays like a free phone game. That's what it should have been. This should never have gone on a Series X. None of that. So. And I'm actually so a really good pitch man had a an idea that should have got tacked onto another game. This is but he was so good at talking. See, he got his own game. Absolutely, <laughs> this the idea of the game is actually really novel. I complain all the time that a Dragon Ball game will come out, well, Dragon Ball Z game will come out, and all they ever focus on is, of course, Goku and Vegeta and blah blah blah, the usual. And there's it's very it's not very often that we get a Dragon Ball game with those characters. Like you almost never see that nowadays. That and like mm. the other characters that were so prominent in that, like you know Bulma, Yamcha, and Tien, and all those other characters, they're just like tacked on as extras. You know, you never really get to play them. So the whole idea of the game, where you play as like normal citizens running away from like Frieza and like Cell and stuff, I think is a cool idea. This should not have been its own game. <laughs> this should have been a tacked-on mm. mode on something else. 
This should not be its own game. It is not nearly enough there for you to um, hold on to. I played it. So I, or maybe like a free to play with like a like a premium skins or something. Yeah. Like so that. you, yeah. the fact that you have to pay twenty bucks for this game is insane. So, anyways, the the <laughs> game itself is super bare bones. There's only one. There's only one map. There's only one mode. There's only one oh, thing wow. you can do. You know. Plus, run away. You can buy currency to get skins and shit, which is stupid. There's only like a couple of characters you can even play as. So you make a created character, right? And the prologue is the story mode. That's the entire story mode. It's just this little training thing. And it does this stupid thing that I hate when games do this. Um, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. So the training mode explains you all this dumb shit that you already know how to do because it's a damn game. And it's like, oh, you, <laughs> it's a, you move yeah, the... Use the left stick to move. Yeah, use the left yeah. stick to move and the right stick to aim. And it's like, okay, yeah, I know this. And spend so much time telling you dumb yeah, shit video like games. that. But then it doesn't tell you important shit specific to this game that you're not going to know. Like, I have no idea how to open up the map and see where I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> but it's, it's you know, telling me, oh, press this button to jump. Well, at, le- at least you know the left stick moves your character. Uh, I hate that shit. So, on top of that, <laughs> the, um, the, the way that the game... So, one character, of course, is one of, you know, Frieza, Cell, whatever. And they're... You know, killing off the human characters to uh, upgrade themselves. They go into the next form until they get to the final form. You know, you know the deal. The um, the citizen characters, you can pick up, like, all these items to use to try to, like, ward them off. Which I still don't really get why, because you die in one hit. So it's like, and you can't really do any damage to them. So why am I picking up this rocket launcher to do no damage, <laughs> you know? It just it's stupid, and then on it's just to give away your position. Really, it's, it's really dumb. And then like it will, you know, if they find you, you're dead. <laughs> you die in one hit. It's it's no contest. So there's like different like objectives you're supposed to do. Yeah, you, you can collect the dragon balls, or you can gather these keys to go and unlock this thing. There's like shit that you need to do. But the thing is, it doesn't give you like it doesn't tell you like how to like do it and then in the um training it says oh you can use the dragon radar by pressing this i'm like all right cool when i get when i actually play the real game where the fuck is this dragon radar i don't have it and i'm like do i have to find it to find it like where is it i'm just like randomly running around radar to find the radar (laughs) and i'm like it's like all these the objective stuff you'll just it just you don't know and then there's dragon balls right i found one i had no idea you know who had the other ones it doesn't tell you what the other people on the team have so this guy chucking it freezer so like this guy runs up to me and then i see over his head that he has six dragon balls so i give him mine and then he calls up shenron but i'm like if he wasn't standing next to me i'd have no fucking idea (laughs) like he just happened (laughs) to like run by me and then like i saw my oh and so i dropped mine on the floor and then he picks it up and i'm just like what like what the fuck you know i don't know and then you can get like a you can get like a um a temporary power up so you can turn into one of the z fighters or whatever so this guy turns into like trunks and he starts fighting you know cell and i'm like i'm playing as just like a regular ass person and i run up to this like time capsule and i'm like holding the button to do the thing and press the buttons on this thing and it's like the bar i shit you not is like Going like this, you know, and it's supposed to be this it's long. Snails, and pace. it's taking forever, and it, like shit's blowing up over my head and everything. Like, what am I fucking typing a book over? And here? I'm like, what? And you know, it's just I don't know. It's I think the idea is great, 
but the imp, you know, the execution is terrible. The controls are terrible. It looks like shit. Like there's a there's a setting where you can choose between high and low graphics, and it literally turns the textures on and off. <laughs> like low turns <laughs> off the textures, high turns on the textures, and like there's no difference in performance. There's no difference in like resolution. It runs at sixty, but it, it's like at ten eighty or nine hundred p resolution or whatever. Oh wow! And I'm like. Why is this setting even here? <laughs> Why? I mean, I guess on the original Xbox, if you if you turn off the the textures, it runs faster. I don't fucking know. It's just there's no there's barely anybody playing. It took like an hour for me to get into a game, and then after that, I, I was like, you know what? Let me try one more game. I couldn't even get into it. Like, there's nobody playing on the day it came out. <laughs> Oof, I could wow. if you go onto the Xbox store, you'll see there's all these people complaining. So I paid twenty dollars for this bullshit. <laughs> Like, there's nobody even playing this game. Like, why would you release a game that, you know, is super niche and it's not cross-play and blah, blah, blah? You know, the usual complaints. Yeah. And I'm just like... This this needed to be... You know, see, they're re-releasing Kakarot on PS5 and Xbox yeah. uh, series consoles. This needed to be an extra yes. mode for the DLC. Exactly. Like that's, that. what it, that's what it should... Like, it, re- it gives you an incentive... An incentive to rebuy that game on a right. you know, again yeah. or whatever. So there Reverse is a is a similar See, thing. Bandai Namco, I solved it. Reverse, I tried that for a little bit, and that's also pretty much shit. But it's like an add on yeah. to you know Final, to Final Fantasy Seven. to Great. Resident Evil Eight, right? There's no <laughs> way in hell they'd be able to sell that game separately. <laughs> it is not worth it. Yeah. But and that that's that's what they should. That's have done exactly with what they should have done with this game. It should have been a free add-on. It should not have been its own game. There's no way. You know, it's just ridiculous. But anyways, uh, corporate business people and their want for money. So enough of that. Not um, enough of that. Indeed, we need to get moving. Yeah. With so quickness. two good games. Two good games that I played. Uh, I finally beat Valkyrie Elysium. Um, I really love that game. I love the endings. And, you know, a lot of reviewers are saying that, oh, it doesn't tell you a lot of story and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And, I mean, that's true for, like, most of the game when you collect your Ein Hera or whatever because you slowly collect four of them throughout the game. Um, they kind of just, like, they uh, play little clips or snippets of their story out of context throughout the level. Mm-hmm. So you don't really, you know, understand what the story is. But after you get them, you unlock these little uh, vignettes or something like that. I guess they're kind of like books on tape. And there's six of them for each character. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you ever played, if you ever played um, Lost Odyssey, Lost Odyssey? Yeah, they did the same thing, you know, in that. That's what they did for these characters. Survive did the same thing, too. Yeah, so. Similar thing, but yeah. So they're fully voice acted. They're basically just like radio, you know, clips or whatever. They're fully voice acted and they have like sound effects and stuff. They're actually pretty cool. And it fills you in a lot of their story and you get a lot of it just from their conversations because they'll randomly talk to each other while you're playing. Um, and they'll stop talking when you actually get into combat. So there's a lot of times I hear them start talking and I'll just like wait it out and listen to them and everything. I think the story is actually really good. The endings, I was invested. I thought that was really cool. Um, of course, my dumbass returns it to Gamefly like the day before they release this huge like patch with added in all this extra shit. So I do plan on buying the game, even though I beat it. I beat all four endings, you know, and I got it's like 30 bucks on Gamefly right now to buy. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm going to get it. And then um, uh, the uh, what was it? Um, unlocked 
pretty much everything that was in it. And it's weird. I can't get the platinum trophy because I played it on hard. And most games, if you play on the hardest setting, it will give you all the trophies for the below settings by you know for free once you beat it. By default, yeah. This game doesn't do that. <laughs> like I still don't have the normal the normal completion like, no, we're make trophy. We're going to work for it. <laughs> which makes no sense. I there's no way in hell I'm going to replay the entire game on normal. Um I think hard was great. Honestly, after I played the demo on normal, I was like, yeah, I'm putting this on hard because when you have it on normal, you don't even try to use any real you don't really try to figure out the combat because you don't have to. You can just mash and you're fine. On hard, you really do need to. And especially, and, but it's not like really bad. But once you get to the last level and those bosses, yeah, I start spamming the shit out of it. There's there's like normal, you know, magic attacks. But the the main one for if you ever play any Valkyrie games is the Nibelong Velesti or whatever, which is like their super attack that they do. And you do that in here, and it also, like, boosts your magic and attack. So I was just, like, waiting for that to come out so I can use it. I don't know. It's it's a lot, but I thought it was great. Um, mm-hmm. So Signalis, I also played that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that game is great. This is honestly one of the... I have it downloaded, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, yeah so it's... Um, if you don't know what it is, um, it's on Game Pass right now. It is a horror game that's kind of based, I think, that you're at some sort of remote colony somewhere, and you're playing as like an android, like a female android, I'm guessing. Um, It's kind of like a a Blade Runner situation where you don't really know if this is like an android or if this is like a, a, you know, bioengineered human or whatever, but, you know, they're on this, it's like a mining colony, I guess, and you're going through, you're looking for a specific person and, so, you know, as per usual, these kind of games, shit has happened. You're waking up in the middle of the shit and you're trying to figure out what that shit is. And there's like androids that are, you know, uh, roaming the halls and they're like, you know, off their rocker. They're trying to, they're killing people indiscriminately or whatever. There's some people that you meet up with that are like hiding in corners and stuff and it will help you with stuff and you can gather things. The interesting thing about this game is that it's styled to look like a PlayStation game. So like a PS1, like a PS1 game. game. Yeah. So it's overhead view and all the character models, all the textures and everything look like PS1 textures and character models. Like that's what it looks like. It looks really awesome. Um and it has Yeah, I'm definitely have to check it out. It's basically Resident Evil overhead. Like it has all the Resident Evil mm-hmm. trappings. You have your little pistol, you have a shotgun, you have to gather up ammo and stuff. Um, if you, uh, you know, everything is scarce, you can mix together stuff to make stronger healing stuff. You know, there's an item box in a, a computer screen. Um, it's like a like a DOS computer that you save on or whatever, just like in Resident Evil. So um, if you like those kind of games and the puzzles, there's some you know, pretty nice puzzles in there too. Um, there's a, you have, you get like a radio chip at some point where that also gets included in some of the puzzles like you can um uh you can tune into certain frequencies and you can use that in different puzzles i'm not going to spoil like what you'd have to do but it gets it gets pretty in depth with some of the puzzles um uh, but overall yeah i think it's it's a it's a great game i love the look of the game it's insane like it's it looks amazing um i kind of would love to see like a remake of this game pass on a game pass on pc or uh, xbox definitely give it a shot yeah 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 
Um, All right, Duffer, you have one minute. Yeah, I have one minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, have one minute to make this a tight six. Honestly, Duffer, I think it would be <laughs> worth it for you to get Game Pass or PC, honestly. You do. You you should, yeah. I can't it, it, afford it's, another it's subscription service at this point. <laughs> mm, yeah, I understand yeah. that, too. So, um, so I played um, I played a little bit of le- more of Lego Star Wars because I was in between uh, Franbo and um, uh, Sonic, waiting for Sonic to come out. Um, there's not too much to say about it. I just choked on my own spit. Uh, there's not too much to say about it. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, the um, uh, the only the only thing I I did want to say about it is it's 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 so I don't know. It's weird. I can like remember things and levels from like the older the older Lego Star Wars games. When I booted mm-hmm. this one back up. I could not. I remembered that I was on Tatooine and that I was playing Episode Four, but for the life of me, I can't remember a single thing about anything that came before that. And I've played through three episodes of it, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Like, it doesn't I, have the charm. It, it doesn't. It's not that it's not charming. Not that it's not charming, but it doesn't have the same level of like. Yeah, I get it doesn't you. have the staying power. I guess I, I don't know what it yeah. is. Like the only the only. I, I said I didn't, couldn't remember anything. The only two things I could remember were the two times I had like glitches, and like I was really frustrated because it wasn't like working properly. Other that was a that, highlight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, it's just like I don't remember any of these other episodes or the levels or anything. So it's it's really weird. Mm. Um, but I'm still playing it and enjoying it, and I'm I'm gonna finish it. It's just you know, it's just one of those things yeah. that I'm not like super like rushing to get back to. I have a, I understand. I mean, I played through it twice, and I I remember some bits, but I couldn't tell you the majority of them. Yeah. So, which is kind of disappointing because I was really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm still playing through Pokemon Sword. I've gotten through um, some of the quests on the first island, uh, the first expansion pack, um, which is the Ar- Island of Armor. Um, is that the snow one? That is not the snow one. That is the okay, that is the non snow one. Non- nice one. one. <laughs> it's like springtime <laughs> gotcha. and, and all this stuff. Um, yeah, it, I mean it, it's it's pretty fun. the The story like the story mode there isn't like nearly as in depth because it's just kind of like a challenge, uh, kind of a thing. More more like more along the lines of it, it's kind of like what you were doing before where you have to like go out on like do these challenges for the for the gym but there's like a there's a, a like a set of them and then you once you do these this set of challenges out in the in the uh in the island then you come back and then you have like the final battle or whatever um the most fun i've been having is just running around catching everything because now that i'm now that all my pokemon all the pokemon <clears throat> on the island are level 6 are level 60 and there's like a ton of stuff that wasn't in the like the main game. So I just went and bought a ton of ultra balls and I've just been running around chucking them at stuff. <laughs> like anything that I see that I don't have, I chuck an ultra ball at it. And nine times nine times out of ten, it'll catch on the first ball. Um, there have only been a couple where I actually had to use more than one ball and even fewer that I actually had to fight to weaken them before they would stay in the stupid mm. ball. Should but um charge the balls first. Say what? So you said charge the balls first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, most most everything you know I can catch uh, pretty easily. So, um, but yeah, um, but I've been having I've been having fun with that. Um, and I don't know, I don't think I had a chance to talk about the ending of Franbo. 
Um, I did finish. I don't think Frambo. you did. You were still going on with it last week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I did. I did finish that. Um, very interesting game. Uh, it kind of doesn't resolve as much as I'd like it to. It kind of le- there. Oh, that's unfortunate. Kind of some questions that didn't I didn't get answered at the end, but um, oh, it was a good game though. It has some interesting mechanics. It does more stuff with the with the the pill of like like the pill where you you change between two different worlds. It doesn't you don't have that in the entire time, but you have similar mechanics to where it it um to where you will uh change between like different views that are are different depending on that have like different stuff in them and different people and all depending on what they are. So I don't want to spoil anything, but in case anyone wants to play it, but it, it's a super good game. I definitely recommend it. Um, and if you'd probably, you could probably get through it a lot faster if you weren't streaming it and, and like taking your sweet time. Like I was, <laughs> um, so it's not like, it's not super long. It's only like five chapters. Um, but really good game. Definitely recommend that. Um, it looked interesting. So I might give it a yeah. go eventually. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, the only other thing that I wanted to say really quickly, I beat getting over it with Bennett Foddy. I got over <laughs> it. I am Tiny claps. insanely Tiny happy. <laughs> I hope I never have to do that again. <laughs> but I actually did beat it. I beat it on stream. Uh, it'll, it'll be up on YouTube eventually, but it's in the VODs right now if you want to go see it. But uh, yeah, I actually beat it. And it, it, it feels really good to me because I remember watching back when Markiplier played it when it was first coming out and watching the whole thing. I was like, there's no way I would never going to be able to do this. Like, it's absolutely <laughs> impossible. No possible way I could do it. And I did it. So <laughs> it feels really good to me. Um, and I, I'm super I'm super proud of myself for for sticking with it uh, long enough to actually actually learn it and beat it. So. Um, and other than Pokemon Go, which has community day tomorrow, uh, that's about mm-hmm. it for me. We're going to uh, go ahead and wrap this part of the podcast up, and we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about game collections and game collecting and do we do it and whatnot, like that sort of stuff. I'll see you then. All right, everybody, and welcome back. You're listening to the Game Room Podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about video game collections, kind of what our habits are, what we're doing. I got a list off of, what is this website? (laughs) BoardGameGeek.com. I just found on Google. They asked some video game questions about people's collections and whatnot. Uh, So we're just going to answer them. Joining Jonathan and Dwight is Brant McKee from NoFodcast. What's up? Hello, Brant. Welcome. It's it's an honor (laughs) to join you fellas tonight. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you for coming. I, I never actually really got too much of a chance to speak with you, but I've listened to you on no podcast. I don't get a chance to listen every week, but most weeks. I still try to listen in. Yeah. You know, it's still a good show. Cool. Yeah, definitely check it out. That's my old, my old stomping ground, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so, But let's get into it. So I know, Jonathan, you have what? Let's just go ahead and I guess go around and seek on what we collect for, what we have. I know Jonathan probably has the least of us as far as like what we collect for. I know you're primarily a PC gamer, correct? Yeah, I mean, I, most of what I've actually 
bothered trying to collect is like the is like the old like the old games I played when I was a kid, trying to get like those whole series like the King's Quest, Space Quest. Beyond that, I always try to get anything. I don't try. I don't spend like I don't spend a lot of money on stuff just because I try to be like more like thrifty and stuff. Like I could I could try to find a box copy of System Shock Two, which I would love to find, but mm. they're all like ridiculously expensive. You know, mm. or Thief Two, or you know, some of the some of those games which I would like to have, you know, cool box copies of, but I'm not going to pay you know three hundred some dollars for them. Um, they're going just, for that much, really? That's ridiculous. Okay. I, well, that's just a number that I threw out, but they're probably okay, they're okay. probably going for uh, a lot like that. Um, but yeah, most of what I've most of what I've collected is just like re-releases of the old games that I that I played when I was a kid. If I had more like disposable income, then I would chase after that that stuff, but. As it is, I, I wait for them to be re-released, which is actually works out great in the past several years, when a lot of like, when GOG really started growing and really started hounding like Lucas Arts and Disney and EA and all these to, to release this all this stuff that they just had sitting in their warehouse. And they just have a DRM digital library that you really don't have to worry about yeah. taking up any physical space, correct? Yep. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you live yeah. in an apartment. We discovered right. earlier, which I think I figured as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my gaming my gaming shelf is like one of those uh, things you buy from Home Depot that you're supposed to keep tools on, and that's <laughs> that, and that's, that's that's your gaming shelf. That's my okay. gaming shelf because it, okay. it's, it's small, but it's uh, you know it is what it is. Well, but. That's what I figured I'd start off with you. I figured you you out of all of us are probably the least like a mass crap person. <laughs> so, <laughs> that I do assume. So I guess Brant, I come to you next. What do you, what all do you buy for currently? Um, it really just depends. I would say I I, I really started my collection young because there was a bunch of the original PlayStation games that I just kept. Same here, actually. That's there's no way I'd have them now if I didn't oh, just no. keep them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, occasionally I, there's still a few that I, if I run across, I'm like, oh, I've got to buy that. But I mean, mainly I've got a bunch of handhelds. About 14, 15 consoles. Only about 11 of them are, are, you know, hooked up and ready to go at any any moment. Yeah. But it's. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. I've just, just an observation from when I was on NoFi. Do you buy more games now that you are on that podcast with them? Do they, do you feel the peer pressure? I bought some (laughs) crap that I I was like, so sorry, I'd be talking about something. I'd be like, that sounds good. And then I buy it. I actually do the same thing with Dwight. I bought several games based off his (laughs) recommendation and I haven't even touched them yet. No, it was. It was uh, several several year, years ago. I probably about five years ago. I um, I wanted to get more into collecting, and I wanted to get more into a lot of the the consoles that I would maybe play at a friend's house, but never owned personally. Mm. So our mutual friend Richard, uh, who I know has been on your podcast as well, I bought uh, a few of his consoles that he had: N sixty four, Genesis. Uh, a Dreamcast, and... Yeah, Richard has a stupid amount of stuff. I'm mildly envious to a degree. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Was there anything else? No. It was... And and from there, I, you know, looked on eBay, found myself a, a Sega Saturn, and, you know, some other stuff. And some of those games, for some of those consoles, are ridiculously expensive, so... They are, they thank, are, they are. Thank God the ability to burn games for some of those consoles, but other things like uh, the N64, there's 
there's certain games that I want, and that's that's where I've kind of gravitated to is I don't necessarily have to have everything. Uh, I, yeah, no, I, don't, I understand. That. I don't necessarily have to have a complete collection of everything. Plus, I'm uh, I just moved into this house about a year ago, and I'm gonna have limited space in here eventually, <laughs> so I can't just yeah. constantly expand. So, limited space is a, a real problem because I intentionally Dwight's been to my house one time. I think you were on vacation or something. You stopped by. I intentionally got this particular house because it had a big side room that had nothing to do with it. Like, it was just like, oh, this is a convenient room that I could put all the nerdy shit in, all the video games. Yeah. And that's what it's become. And at the time, I'm like, I'm never going to fill this up. And now I'm like, I need a bigger house. Yeah. So, <laughs> see, so it's it's as I've started collecting, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to plan out how to put stuff and plan for a little bit of expansion. And, yeah. you know, I wind up watching a lot of YouTube-related, gaming-related things on YouTube. And one of the things that just had never occurred to me that's just so damn simple is somebody was like, you know, you don't have to display every game in your collection. If there's something that Wait, means... What? If there's something that means... <laughs> yes, you do. Very, that, yes, <laughs> that's actually, that's actually kind of one of the questions on here. Um, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll roll back around to that, because that's actually the yeah. second question but on here. It's, how, do you, how do you store your games? Yeah. But, but if it's something um, that has significance to you, you know, you can have it in some, you know, prominent yeah. place or or something like that. But if you have, you know, 12 copies of, of Super Street Fighter, you know, maybe I think I think at that point it's OK. Yeah, you can put a maybe maybe play, <laughs> maybe maybe keep the one on the shelf that, you know, is yeah. easiest for you to play. Like maybe the yeah, yeah the switch you have the switch version and the other ones yeah. you might you know put away somewhere safe. Oh, you mean different copies? No, yes. all those got to no, no, stay. Yeah, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah, you you display your games, but yeah, if you've got multiple yeah. copies for different systems, yeah, you can. I, I got you. I got stuff you. like that. And Dwight, I know you've kind of gravitated more toward digital stuff over the last couple of years. What is yeah. your so, scene looking like? I used to be. A lot more into collecting than I am now. Over the years recently, because of, you know, lack of space and everything like that, I've kind of toned down on it. And I'm more going for digital just for, like, practicality reasons. Like, my brother lives in Georgia. He still lives in Georgia. I live here in Virginia. So, I mean, in most systems nowadays, you can share your libraries. So, I share my libraries with him. So, we'll get on. We'll play on Xbox, PlayStation. So, that's why I always get the digital stuff. That and, you know, they go on sale all the time. But... There was a time before all of this where I collected a lot of stuff and I started pretty much because when I was growing up, I grew up with a Genesis. All I had was a Genesis and an old DOS machine. It was an old Packer Bell. We didn't get another PC until 98 Second Edition when I came out. So mm. that's primarily I was playing DOS games, you know, PC games or whatever. And then my Genesis. That's how I learned how to how to solder and all that, too, because when the connector went bad, I had to solder that shit. I couldn't, you know, I was a kid. Oh, I wait, you just taught yourself how to do that oh yeah well my dad taught me yeah but anytime oh, okay. it, i guess that's a little better yeah anytime it broke though <laughs> here's I, son here's a here's i had a, to fix it <laughs> hot iron go for it old dwight running around with a solder yeah. <laughs> but yeah any if it if it didn't work i had to fix it and that's also how i learned all you know computer shit because if i wanted to play a game on on dos i had to figure out how to do it so it wasn't until the original xbox i got the original xbox as a gift like a year after it came out from then, that's when I started collecting stuff. All the shit, basically, that I missed before that. Because I had, like, emulators and stuff on the computer, but I never had a Super Nintendo or any of that stuff. I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with the Genesis. So I helped somebody, you know, fix something at their house, and they gave me their Dreamcast. 
you know, I got an N64 by uh, uh, one of the babysitters that used to go to their place or whatever. So got you've been paid in game systems. Yeah, I was, yeah. Essentially. At the time, yeah. So, I, you know, I got an N64, got a Dreamcast, got a PlayStation, stuff like that. So we, we kind of went over that first question is, how long did it take you to amass so many games? It sounds like we all started pretty early. Held on to a lot of stuff. Maybe got rid of some stupid mm-hmm. stuff over the years that we should have held on to. But Yeah. Um, I wish the second I'd question on, on this list is how do you store so many games? Mostly. I'll kind of talk about this mm-hmm. actually too because I didn't really talk about my situation. And You've been over to my house. I and We talked about this a little bit. Mm. I like having everything I have on display. <laughs> I don't like the idea of toting stuff up. You know, I have I have some friends that will just be like, "Oh, I, they're in a bin in the closet." It's like, oh, "Why?" Yeah, all my <laughs> like I have a box and everything. Bins. It's like, but you can't see it. Yeah, I have you like one little um, bookshelf with some games on it, and then most everything else are on bins. All my gun con stuff, like all that shit, they're all in bins. Okay, so controllers I think are a little bit more because they're so hard. I mean, I have controllers mounted on the wall back there, but that's mm. not all my controllers. Uh, that's just the pretty ones right so mm. of course I, i'm not in the i'm not in the game room but i want to say i have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven fourteen shelves full of games mm. Mm. sounds um, about right yeah <laughs> yeah and they're get, it's even it's even to the point where i can't even put them on regular i have to like stack them up you know, mm. you know so i probably need about 20 ish shelves realistically mm. but if i buy like a collector's edition or really anything that's not a double, which I don't buy doubles that often. Mm. I feel like I, I owe it to the thing <laughs> to put it on display, right? You know, I'm doing it a disservice if it's not out and not easy to grab. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's probably, I know there's like, at least in that room, there's a PC copy of Jedi Knight 2, mm. a Switch copy of Jedi Knight 2, a GameCube copy of Jedi Knight 2, and an Xbox <laughs> copy of Jedi Knight 2, all on the shelf. Am I going to play... The GameCube version of Jedi Knight 2. <laughs> Probably not. Definitely not. Oh, 100% not. definitely not. And I'm never going to play that PC disc copy. Like, I, because mm. it's, you can get it on um, Steam for like a dollar, you know? So. <laughs> and it's so much easier. For me, I just, I have to have them. I have to have a dedicated room. I don't want people coming into my house thinking I'm some sort of loony. Um, <laughs> at least not for that reason. <laughs> I mean, I just, most of my stuffs are still in bins. I actually gave a lot of stuff to my brothers. They have all the N64 stuff and the Genesis stuff or whatever, and my sister, and I think they have the PlayStation stuff. So I mostly just have the PS2 stuff and Xbox stuff and, and GameCube in, like, uh, in bins, and they're all in the closet. Because, like, right now, even though we have plenty of room for me to dedicate a room to that, my wife has pretty much taken over most of the house. <laughs> uh, she has, like, a she has, there's two living rooms or two, like, sitting rooms or whatever, well, the old room you were in looked like a powder room or something like that. The old one you used to yeah. like, uh, there was like makeup and stuff behind you. Yep. I, like, I mean, this is, this is the office. So the office, I know the, the, um, listeners can't see this, but the, yeah. that's all like her yarn shells with all these different colored yeah. yarns or whatever. And then of course there's They're like her, the nail station back there. Yeah. It's okay to like, like a bookshelf make, over make there. Knit. It's fine. But yeah, so I mean, in here, I also wanted to collect like um, arcade stuff too, and I, I want to put in this little alcove here. And then the main living room is where I just have like a little, you know, bookshelf with some of my stuff on there. Um, I've also been collecting on like LPs and, and coffee table books and stuff like that yeah. too. What is the motivation for owning so many games? Obviously, you can't play them all. Right. Because, <laughs> but I, mean, I can try. <laughs> 
Also, do you buy bad games just for the collection? That's a no, good question. I, I usually don't. You've never bought a bad game just to add it in there? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna be up front right now. I have Devil May Cry two, but because <laughs> I cannot have Devil May Cry one and, three, and Devil May Cry and three have two. sitting yeah, next no, to each other and two. not have two. Even though two is a trash game. I I mean I, I will say, say I have Space yeah. Quest seven and a lot of people say that or Space Quest uh uh six, rather. And seven never came out. Um and a lot of people say that one's a trash game. I haven't played it myself, but a lot of people say that it's not very good. So um, did you buy it just because you like the previous ones? No, I mean it came in the collection. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's that, I guess. Yeah. Good. But I, I'm, prob- I'm probably also gonna buy. I mean, I did. I did buy some of the newer Leisure Suit Larry games because I wanted to play through the whole series. And I know some of those are people like, especially the Codemasters one. People are just like, ugh, it's it's garbage. So, <laughs> but I, I wanted to. I wanted. I am a that like a completionist kind of a person. So. If I want, if I want to play a series, I'm going to play the whole thing, even if some of it is considered garbage. Yeah, I, I was just going to jump in and say I do that for fighting games, and at one point, light gun games. So I went through and I I got every game that was light gun compatible on PlayStation, PS2, and PS3. You know, regardless if it was good or not, and I had them all. I had a GunCon one, a two. I never did get a GunCon three though but i think i had raising storm or something like that somewhere uh but yeah i had like all of them vampire night that's why that when that question came up in our in our um in our quiz you know i i knew what it was because i had it (laughs) i got i had all those games i still have them in a box somewhere but um isn't that wasn't it your question about the gun con thing yeah 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 yeah. so so. you should have knew the answer (laughs) then (laughs) (laughs) so the the for fighting games uh a lot of times i'll just get them I'll get like as much as I can, and then I'll get all the DLC. If I get a fighting game, I always get all the DLC for it, which I don't do for any other game. For most of the games, I don't really care. But if you have a fighting game, that's that's one of the ways that they get you. You know, you release all these <laughs> extra characters and stuff like that. How the hell are you going to have a fighting game and not have all the characters for it? It's like half the game's missing. So of course I get all the damn characters for it. You know, and there'd be games like, um. Uh, one that you know it's gotten updated recently and it came out years ago. Skullgirls. So uh, Skullgirls had new characters that came out. Hell yeah, I booted that shit up so I could download the characters <laughs> and then turn it right back off and never touched it. <laughs> like of course. I did that for every Smash Brothers character, by the way. Exactly. It's just right. like, oh snap, Sora's out. Yeah. Sora, yeah. Boot up. Boot it up. Play like you know, two rounds. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm done with Smash Brothers until somebody comes over. <laughs> That's the thing. I have, and you know, and it's my my you know my reasoning is always like because me and my brother, you know, we've played fighting games since we were younger or whatever. I'm like, you know what? Anytime if we're gonna if we're gonna boot up a game and play it. It's got to be ready. It's got to be updated. It's got to have all the characters. It's got to be ready to go at a moment's notice. So I have them like that's true. Downloaded with all this shit. I'm ready to throw down right now. Not, <laughs> not three hours from now. Yeah. But three hours from now, I would have calmed down. But so. any other game, I I could care less. But yeah, fighting games, I gotta have all the shit. <laughs> but yeah, I got you. You know what? DLC would have been a good question to add for this. Do you mm. buy the DLC for stuff? That's not in this list, but that's a good. That's a good. Also, I just thought of another one that's not on this list too, mm. and then that's uh, collectors editions. So, mm. uh, Brant, you say you really didn't. You don't really buy bad games for your collection's sake. No, and I mean, even as recent, recently as a few months ago, I mean, like Limited Run started. They had that big show, and they're doing all those 
uh, full motion video games like plumbers don't wear ties bill and ted's excellent adventure or whatever that was the nes game that, they had I a game for that? yeah <laughs> I, i've and and i actually at least found somebody that was really excited like, yeah i love that bill and ted's game i'm like what that's that's a i guess that's another thing because i mean somebody's trash is another person's treasure i mean maybe they had a really good time uh, yeah. with that See? nostalgia play yeah, that's a that's a whole other stuff. thing too if like a game that you love that is considered to be trash by the gaming you know populace mm-hmm. or gaming media or whatever i have a couple of those too separate, oh yeah i have a ton of those <laughs> I mean, I have an entire Shinmu shelf, and no one seems to like Shinmu. So, <laughs> you know. Speaking of limited run, though, no, no shade toward limited run. Okay, mine maybe a little bit of shade, <laughs> but because <laughs> I love them, right? I mean, I yeah. I buy stuff from them pretty frequently. I think I have Knights of the Old Republic on Switch coming again. I don't know why. I like that. <laughs> so, but they like have Glover up there on N sixty four, like a repro oh, yeah. card, yeah. right? Mm. Something you can get forty. Yeah, some... forty or fifty dollars. That game is a ten dollars. Yeah, in you can buy it. Yeah, ten, twelve bucks on eBay. Yep, that's a collector's we, edition. We had like stacks. Of <laughs> What's so collectors games. about it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of those trash games that you would have like a stack of. Um, especially like all the wrestling games and everything for N sixty four. They would just be sitting there. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fine game. I'm not shitting on Glover. I'm shitting on the idea of like. That's kind of like 40 a, or 50 bucks for a That's a nostalgia money grab yeah. is what that is. Yeah. I feel like at least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Speaking of that, collector's editions. Do we buy collector's editions? None of you can say no at least, I'm pretty sure, because I think I've heard you all talk about yeah. buying collector's yeah. editions. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't if it's a game way. that I really like, then I will buy the collector's edition for it. Like, I mean, I like I, uh, if I hadn't backed the System Shock Kickstarter... Like I got a boxed copy of the game for that, but if I hadn't, if I hadn't backed it and they were available to be purchased, I would have bought one. You would have bought you know, it separately. One, yeah, one hundred percent. Same thing if if System Shock Two came out with one. For the games that I really uh, enjoy or um, or have made like a huge, like a a huge impact on the industry, you know, Mist. If Mist came out with like some kind of massive collector's edition, one hundred percent, I own all of the games physically. I own them all digitally at least once over. Um, I know some of them. I think all of them. I own them twice over. Um, I would one hundred percent buy it again. You know, just to have that. Uh, mm. uh, just to support. Just to support. That. Right. Cause. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So I would one hundred percent buy it again. You know. So what's the last one you bought then? Just out of curiosity, the last collector's edition you can remember buying. The last. One... I actually know what it is already because I you sent it to <laughs> us. I remember now. The last one I bought, like even including the ones through like Kickstarter or just bought like outright bought. Well, you just bought. Um, it was that outright... day of the tentacle. I, I remember you just. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I did. I, you I... probably won't see that for six months though. Actually, so. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh... I don't know. That was from, I don't that was from it, Limited Run. You know it always takes forever for them to ship. Yeah, I don't remember when it comes out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, honestly, I had completely forgotten about it because I just bought it. Um, <laughs> before that, it was, uh, I think the last one I outright bought was Gold Rush, which was an old Sierra game. Uh, came out in like the 80s. And mm. Software Farm had a like a collector's edition with Gold Rush and Gold Rush 2. Um, you always produce these games I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't think many people have heard of Gold Rush or um, no, I've never heard too. of this. But yeah, I bought that a few years ago, before I moved, I think. But 
I'm still I ago. still think it's funny how when you say, Oh yeah, you know, this question is about loom or whatever, both of us were like, What the hell is loom? What the like, fuck is loom? How have you not heard of loom? I'm like, What? <laughs> Brant, have yeah, you heard? You were lucky we heard of LucasArts. I mean, at that rate, you like... don't know what Loom is either. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my See? gosh! That's like you know, and it's funny when you See, said it was Jonathan. LucasArts. And I'm like, what? Jonathan, how did? Because I, I thought I was. A... This is why you're so important to this podcast because you bring. <laughs> it's so a much whole corner of gaming that's like in a blind spot over. Because I mean, I played a lot of DOS games, but they were all like action games, though. You know, I played uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah. And like, there's a, a a port of the Simpsons arcade game that was on DOS. Oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> port of the Mortal Kombat on DOS. One of the early Epic Mega Games games was Overkill. I think I played that. There's another game that was called Revenge of the Evil Space Mutant Space Bats from Outer Space or something like that. Oh, uh, evil that. Space sure. Bats right. of Doom or something like that. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Okay, I have a weird like Mutant deja vu. Space we bats talked about this on like a really early episode. Invasion of yeah. Mutant Space Bats of Doom. Yeah, that's, on that's like, you know Stellar Seven and Echelon, like those kind of games. I didn't really play a lot of like adventure games or anything like that. So I, I, gotcha. I have completely lost. No. Hmm. Tangent aside, what was the last collector's edition <laughs> you bought, Dwight? So honestly, don't remember. And the thing is, though, I don't normally buy collector's editions. So if I see, if I want a physical copy of a game and the collector's edition is on sale, I'll get it. I mean, obviously, I'm going to go for that. But most of the time, I don't really go out of my way to get <laughs> I'm collector's editions. Okay, but I won't. <laughs> but unless it has like some added benefit to the actual game. So I will get a collector's edition for a fighting game if it includes like the season the pass or the fi- extra fighters, yeah. which most of the times they don't, which is the weirdest thing. King of Fighters was probably the last one I got because that did include the first season pass. That's right. I remember you telling yeah. me about that. Most of the time it doesn't right. though, and yeah, it's yeah, that's that's very true. They because they they still gotta have something yeah. for you to spend money on. Yeah, and if you are committed enough to buy. The limited edition. Of course, you are committed enough yeah. to buy. You're gonna, and you, you, they know you're gonna have to buy the um, the characters. Like, why would you have this and not buy the? And then, and then the game will be on this ridiculous sale. Because I think this podcast should just be called Robinson. Because <laughs> <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy did this shit. Grand Blue Fantasy went on sale, but then none of the character packs go on sale. Which and then the same thing for Dead or Alive. None of the character packs go on sale. <laughs> so you have to pay full price. I pay like thirty bucks for all the characters on Dead or Alive, but then the yep, game itself—that's why they don't go on sale. The game itself was like seven. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Whatever. Well, technically, though, you're still saving money. I mean, yeah. technically, but I mean, technically, you're still giving them money. But let's yeah. just Dead or Alive Six. <laughs> Brent, what was the last collector's edition you bought before this episode gets too long? Uh, yeah, Rain Dwight in. Uh, I mean, there was there was a time where I I would like buy just about any collector's edition, but I had to quickly stop that. Mm. Uh, and recently, it's it's more of yeah, if I if I really like the game or you know I really want to support it or it means something to me, I'll buy it. Um, collector's mm. edition, and I think the last one that I did that with was Metroid Dread. Mm. And okay, yeah, I bought that one too. I just I I got lucky on that one too. I was just in line. Um, at a GameStop has it opened and walked up and I'm like, yeah, I want to get Metroid Dread. Do you guys have the Amiibos? Do you still have the collector's edition? He's like, oh yeah. He took them out of the drawer and that was like the, the I saw the drawer was like empty after that. I'm like, are these the last yeah, ones? Everyone wanted that one. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, dang. I got lucky. You did get lucky with that one. <laughs> 
I'm trying to remember the last one I bought before I move on. I, well, okay, I definitely know it was Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Limited. I got that one, but it hasn't come yet. You know, so I'm, mm. The last one I bought aside from that <laughs> is... Ugh. Well, you'll get the game. You might not get the actual collector's edition. Well, yeah, you don't later. get the stuff till like later, which is annoying. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they sh- th- weird. Weirdly, they ship the game to you, which at least they shipped you the game. Yeah, you know, and then they ship you all the collector's edition stuff like in December. How nice of them what? to actually <laughs> ship you the product you bought. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> right. it's very weird. It, I, I kind of felt like someone fell asleep at the keyboard for that situation because <laughs> yeah. it's like, why is this a thing? Whatever. Wow. <laughs> I have the collector's edition for the other two, so I'm going to. So it's basically you um, bought like a, a ticket or something. You bought it allows, sight unseen. That allows them to <laughs> essentially finish up designing the rest of the stuff and manufacturing it and then shipping it to you. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm like looking around. I can't even remember the last one I bought outside of that because I don't buy them a whole lot either. Oh no, it was AI: The Somnium Files on Xbox, mm. the second one. Mm. <laughs> that was really not that long. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a couple weeks ago at this rate. So, whoops. It's been Before a while that, since I, don't I, know I bought a, a physical collector's edition. Now that I'm thinking about it, because even that King of Fighters one wasn't physical; it was a digital. Well, I had a statue with that. The, the, the Somnium had a little statue. I was like, that's cool. I want the little statue. And I don't know of another way to get it. So, And I'm going to buy the game anyway. Do digital collector's editions or deluxe editions count? Sure. Sure, why not? Because, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> at this rate, you see them all the time. Digital, deluxe, or whatever. It's just like, well, the digital, deluxe, all it has. I, it I personally don't count them because I... Or whatever the fuck. They know? come with, like, stuff that I physical tangential thing, like yeah. art books or right and you know mm-hmm. statues or big fancy boxes i have a whole room full of stuff uh, the um tales of arise mind you my wife bought that one mm. but like the box is like huge it's massive it's a it's kind of obnoxious to be honest it takes up the entire like <laughs> shelf on one thing <laughs> i thought my street fighter i have this street fighter 4 ultimate arcade whatever mm. like the stupid version of that mm. i thought that was big no that tails <laughs> one just blows it out of the water it's ridiculous that's uh and, and the thing is it, it came with the statue and I was like, Oh the statue's gonna be ridiculously big. It's like a third of that box. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the hell? Yeah. Well, I think the last super ultra deluxe collector's edition I ever got was Kill Zone Three. And I didn't actually buy it. I won it. Oh, the one with the hell gas yeah, helmet? With the, with the helmet. I have that and I won it in a at a um I think it was like a at a Best Buy training thing, I won that. Um, oh, okay. So, or something. I can't remember where I won that shit. Um, I got it from somewhere. I definitely didn't buy it new. Maybe I found it at like a Goodwill or something. I don't know. Oh. I just wanted the Hellgast helmet. So I have that. And it has a spot for you to put all the games under the helmet. Yeah. yeah oh, that's does, pretty yeah. neat. Mine's sitting <laughs> in a box somewhere. I don't even remember where <laughs> <Somewhere>. it is. <laughs> and I let somebody borrow the game, actually, and I haven't gotten that game back. Uh, but I do have the helmet in the box and all that. I don't have and the I have, game uh, anymore. Th- I have, what, three <laughs> copies of the Shenmue 3 Collector's Edition? Um, <laughs> oh my God. That's like so, the Halo 2 Collector's. Everybody in the grandma has the Halo 2 Collector's. The cat helmet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one on here that says, what do you think your collection's worth? I'm just going to skip that one because that's, that's really yeah. no way to tell at this point. Bro, um, you're going to need like an abacus and like a... a <laughs> I actually a do have a of... collector's app on here. <laughs> like I have an app that tracks my games. Does anybody else do? Well, I guess you... I, really keep that. I have an app that yeah, tracks my games. It's called Steam. <laughs> <laughs> well, Like your, your physical <laughs> games, do you have anything? I, I don't because I don't, I don't have enough stuff, I think, to get to that level. Um... I have, a, I have stacks of like burned Dreamcast games too, but 
Yeah, I'm I'm sure Mike is definitely going to need like a, a room full of like financial advisors and all that to <laughs> actually, you know, go through. Okay, all so this. the app like that I haven't Carol. updated in a while. <laughs> I have not updated this app in a while, mm. but it's called CLZ Games. If you're a collector, mm. I recommend it. Keeps track of all your games. You have they have a movie one too, mm. but I mean I don't really collect movies like that. But so it's called CLZ Games. You could put anything in there it tells you how much it's going for and all this other shit and you know how many and per platform breaks it down for you mm-hmm. so it says it says now and again i haven't i haven't put anything in in like a month or so mm. it says i have 2574 games on 28 platforms mm. valued at 72468 <laughs> which i'm sure is nice. wrong i'm sure is wrong yeah it's, I, I'm it's too low that that's there. low ball that's way too low I've I've seen it. That's that's a low ball. But you know, I think that's a low ball. That's definitely a low ball. I'm, I'm gonna say, nah, 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 I'm nah. definitely, I'm definitely. You know, you need like somebody to officially appraise it. <laughs> you like a but group of people, and get some insurance I, for I, it. I, I think that's too much because here's the thing: Are they assuming that it's all in pristine condition? A, they're all assuming it's in pristine condition. Okay. B, okay, so like. It's got my valuable titles, right? Mm-hmm. It says Shantae Game Boy Color $2,000. Okay, I have the limited run version. Yeah. I, mean, I don't uh, have, like, the original print. I would say so, yeah. the reason why I say it's a low ball is because that's just kind of the games, right? That's not counting all the paraphernalia and all the rest of that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I do I do have a bunch of paraphernalia. Why a bunch. It paraphernalia? <laughs> <laughs> a bunch. Because that's what it's called. Collectibles. <laughs> paraphernalia. Um, it's it's, it's definitely a grind too. Absolutely. Is my next most valuable game, <laughs> but then it has like Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time valued at four hundred dollars, probably what? because Where? it thinks it's sealed. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, well, it's it's the collector's edition, and it's like, I mean, it's it's maybe the but it's Master not Quest edition on no. GameCube or something, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, so like, so some of these are a little, you know, uh, you know, I'm gonna give it as like this is not correct sort of thing. Yeah. Wow, this Adventures of Batman and Robin, Matt gave me that. Mm. On Super Nintendo, it says three hundred dollars. <laughs> I think I it's think like that games. is pretty rare, though. The yeah. I Super think Nintendo it did version. go up in price yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, it's still trash compared yeah, to just... the Genesis version. But that's another, you know, that's another um, topic. I think the <laughs> we'll, I think we'll they both that. are good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last question on this list: What do your friends or significant other think of your gaming habit slash collection? Uh and not really, because mine's not that crazy, so not it's not really that serious. My wife actually she doesn't like when they're all displayed out because she thinks it's tacky. So, but I've done it in a way so that it's kind of blended together. Because I have like I have um the PlayStation Classic and stuff under the TV in the den, which is her room, and my living room has all my shit in there. Her like li- living room thing has like plants and crafts and books. But I put it, you know, I put some of that stuff in there. Non-cool stuff. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I've had to fight to keep, you know, my LPs out on display. And I have, like, a boxed wow. set of, like, all the Alita, the Alita Battle Angel, you know, comics and whatever. I have all that stuff. But Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, I have I have some of that stuff, but I, I don't have, like, a, I, don't, I don't have, like, walls of stuff. So, it's not that... Serious. Like I say, I keep mine to one room to prevent the le- levels of judgment that they are referring to in this question. <laughs> Two rooms. 
Because the one you're in and then the other one. Okay, the one I'm in mean, is my <laughs> See? office. See? My office is allowed to look like whatever it wants to. I, the, just to let y'all know, the one that the room that he's in right now with that stuff is not the is not the main room with all the stuff in it. It is not. Well, they can't see it though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Listeners cannot see it. This room looks completely normal, I would think. It's fine. Well, I mean all the controllers. And the, the Pokemon cards. The, and the... The What's stuff wrong is, with the wall the stuff of controllers? Is nice. It's not, it's, and the Pokemon rug, cards have normal. nice art on them. You said do. normal, though. And all it's of like helmets. Although he does versions. have a whole pack of Pokemon Oreos back there, too. Yes. That is well, also true. It's just, it's just the wrapper. I took the It's Oreos just the wrapper. Okay. Oh, okay. That's say. Okay, that makes it <laughs> I mean, I, it's still in the Oreo shape, but like the, I made sure it maintained its shape. But yeah. I'm like, I'm not about to just collect. The same thing with the Mario cereal. It's like, yeah, I'm not about to just have this cereal sit here for an eternity. That, the box is fine. That, that is hilarious. Uh, I still have it to one room. When, when, uh, uh, no, it's not. Listeners, no, it is not. <laughs> when when the, uh, the Mountain Dew throwback came out, and they had like those those jugs of the Mountain Dew throwback. You remember mm-hmm. you remember that? Mm-mm. I no. do not. No. It was it was several years ago, but it was the Mountain Dew that um, was they made it with with like real sugar, like real. I sugar. do okay. remember yeah. this now. Yeah. Okay. And so when when it came out the first time, they sold these they sold these jugs of it because the original Mountain Dew mascot was like jugs. a mountain man and he had yeah. the jug of like it looked like moonshine or whatever. Well, Mountain Dew is like slang for moonshine, I right. think, right? Right, yeah. exactly. So they um they released these limited edition Mountain Dew moonshine bottles and it's not <laughs> like the actual it's not like the actual like big size but it's it's probably like yay big around like mm. a uh like a smaller scale or whatever. Like a C, like a like a yeah, like like maybe half a CD. Uh, size okay and and it's like like very specific like about tall as a as a lava lamp sort of i'm just trying to describe it for people who can't see specific again that's that's good (laughs) but (laughs) listeners know exactly how large this is though that's great but anyway it's as tall as three cds a book by michael Crichton. (laughs) but anyway the point is um i bought one of those and i still have it with um un unspoiled like undrunk Mm. (laughs) undrunk Oh yeah, I never opened it at this yeah, rate. I never opened it. Wait, wait, wait. How yeah, long ago did you get rough. that? Oh gosh, I don't know. That was don't worry I mean, that it. was ages ago. It was when Throwback hey, first came out. So like we're talking winter, probably you're set. Probably <laughs> at least ten probably at least yeah. ten years ago. I'm about to say it would have to be eight to ten. I wonder yeah. if that's still good. I mean Don't don't try it. There's so many <laughs> preservatives in it, it's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> I drank oh, a Mountain Dew. Not only for the now. taste, just, just I drank a Mountain yeah. Dew that was four years old. It was completely flat, but I didn't get sick or anything. See, but this no, is also in this is also in glass, sealed in you know sealed with a bottle. So I mean, I don't know if it let's, keeps let's just, more than don't, plastic. Don't do it. You got to keep it for the collection. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going yeah. to at this point. But you there know. you go. <laughs> uh, and Brant, I guess we'll kick it around to you. I mean, I keep it keep it to this room. Still got more plans to display more things, uh, and my significant other. <sighs> half the time like we'll go game shopping she doesn't really never even did that she doesn't even play as she used to play a little bit she had like a game boy sp growing up she has a switch gotcha and she'll you know she'll play smash or stuff with us and but she you know she's not like super hardcore into games or anything she has Mm -hmm. her little niche few games every now and then that she likes but lots of times like if i bring her along game hunting I'll start like looking and I'm like, ooh, I want that. Ooh, I want this. And and then they start like 
ringing stuff up and then i'll see some I'll, I'll see something else and i'll look at her and she's like it's your money you know if, if you want i'm like that's not oh, what that's it, <laughs> that's not what you're you supposed to a say a good woman there <laughs> i'm just saying i'm looking to her to stop me and she's like no just you know nah, hey you want to spend you made it. the money i'm just saying as long as you can continue to pay your bills you made the yeah. money uh yeah we didn't even really get on a, a a topic of like game hunting and stuff like that but Maybe we'll save that for another day because that's something I personally enjoy doing. Not that it really benefits me to add more shit to a growing backlog yeah. that I'll probably mm-hmm. never get to. Mm. Or like picking up the fourth or fifth copy of Lego Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on X um, system. I think I'm missing it on PS3 at this rate. <laughs> I would say, though, it is much easier to hunt for games in Georgia than it is in Virginia. There's just uh, I would disagree with you. It's it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not. Jonathan's got a good. And he don't even do it. We're, you're in Florida, right? Well, yeah. I guess Florida's a big state, but whenever that... I would have to go to Florida for work, the place I would go to Tallahassee, I think mm. there was like four or five game stores, and there was like a Goodwill. I forget what it was called, but it was like a Goodwill just for games. Oh there. wow! Mm. What? Uh, That's it was awesome. It was like four or five game stores within within like not walking distance. That would have been ridiculous, mm. but within like short driving distance around the hotel, they would always put us in. Mm. So wow. every time they were like, "Oh, you got to go to Tallahassee for a week," I'd be like, "There, I was just come back with like an extra suitcase full of shit that I didn't start with." So there are a couple around here. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to any of them though, um, just because I never find the time to actually go. Well, it doesn't really seem like that's your. your sort of stick at this rate anyway well i I would totally go to see if i could find something i mean like i was talking i was mentioning before i looked it up it's like system shock 2 factory sealed box copy 500 bucks on ebay yes you know (laughs) so like yeah so like like if i could find you know if i if i happen to find something really cool then i would you know i would pick it up but i just haven't made the time to actually go out to the out to these places yeah and some something's a little I don't know eBay's just not the same. No, uh, yeah. I feel like I'm, I used I feel to like use I'm eBay cheating. all the time, and I mean I don't know I haven't really used it lately. Yeah. That. Oh, all right. I forgot. I did buy oh. just because I I found it and I could. I did buy a copy of ET on Atari. Oh wow. Nice. I saw, I saw it in, wow. in an old in a game store. Did you get in, one uh, out of the out of the out of the landfill? <laughs> no, no, it was it was in it was in one of the um one of the gaming stores in uh, Virginia, and I just I went there just looking for I think I was looking for a Pokemon game actually. Mm. Yeah, I think that was when, when I was looking for Heart Gold, and I saw it sitting on the shelf, and I was like, oh, snatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why so, not? I, I don't know if it works. I haven't actually tried it, but but I have. Well, that's it. a nice little piece of gaming history, yeah, yeah. if anything. So, so. so, there, yeah. so there's a, one of one of the you know. Do you buy old crappy games? Yes, actually, I do. <laughs> yes, because that's yes. a very very rare find yeah. uh, anymore. Um, I mean, I would have bought that too had I saw yeah. it. Yeah. So I cannot. That's one of those. Really you see anything? You see it? You got to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And with that, this week we're going to go ahead and give our game recommendations and our anime recommendations this week. We have, uh, let's see, Jonathan for anime and Dwight for games. I guess we'll do games first. Go ahead, Dwight. What you got to recommend to the listeners out there for this week? And do not go on a stupid long rant. This <laughs> is already running long. I know how you do. Uh, I don't care what the frame rate is. Uh, say, <laughs> let's just go with Crystar. I'll recommend that. Worth a play. It's one of those like double A uh, Japanese RPGs. So 
not huge budget really small it's actually you go through these like really trippy looking dungeons there's four different characters that you can play as and as you go through the story basically after each chapter or whatever you go to like mm-hmm. a hub place and you could level up shit and whatever and then go into the next chapter and whatnot but it's really it's really linear Promise. and it has multiple endings um you can't miss anything though you basically you do an ending and then story shit happens and you have to replay the last part of the game again that happens three times and after the third time you get the true ending what kept me playing was the story because it was kind of interesting it's not anything super crazy though, so don't go in there thinking that it's some like amazing shit that's gonna blow but, you but away. It, but it's no Scarlet Nexus, is what you're right. I, I would say yes. The story is much better than Scarlet Nexus. Um, okay. <laughs> so I thought you know it's interesting enough to keep me you know wanting to figure out you know what happens and everything. So I kept playing. The actual combat is very simple. It's an action RPG. And you played this on Xbox Game Pass, I'm guessing? No, I played it on PlayStation. So I rented it on... It's PS4 and PS5 only. Actually, no. PS4, PS5, oh, and that's Switch. Right. That's right, that's right. Yeah, it's not, it's not on Xbox yet. is what I mean. They do have it on Switch also, but... Got you. So I, I played that first. I rented it on uh, on Gamefly. I'm getting it mixed up with uh, Chris Tales or something like Chris that. Chris Tales, yeah. Yeah, that's different. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth a play... I wouldn't spend a whole lot of money on it, but I mean it's worth the play at least. So, GameFly it essentially, yeah, which right? is what I do. Yeah, yeah. Sponsored by we're, Gamefly. We're not sponsored by GameFly, <laughs> but yes. We <laughs> need to be. Man, we mention every damn episode. Yeah. <laughs> every freaking episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Jonathan, what is your anime recommendation for this week? I am going to recommend probably one of the uh, one of my top five anime. Um, oh. Raced. Um, I don't know a, that's Raced that's a good one. is yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew Dwight would like that one. Is a I never heard of this. <laughs> it oh, is I've liked a it too. twelve episode anime. So it's so it's a short one. But oh, it's, nice. Uh, but Do it's I a it? it's a uh, miss, it's on Crunchyroll. So if you have Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. um, you can see it on there. It's on uh, Netflix also, actually. But my it's wife also buys mm-hmm. a lot of anime. Or at least so at least it was at one point. They had the live action show and the anime on Netflix. I haven't seen the live action. I want to though, but I I have seen the anime. So what what is the premise of this for me? So uh, <laughs> it's so it's far, it follows a guy uh, Satoru, oh, Lord. a guy named Satoru, okay. who has an ability that he calls revival, which basically he can it sends him back in time before something life threatening happens to someone. So like an example from like the first episode, he was walking down the street and he sees. A girl gets like hit by a, a bus or a truck or something and, and gets killed. So she gets like hit in the middle of the street, and his ability sends him back like five minutes into the past, and then he's able to run over and like grab the girl before she gets hit and saves her life. Hmm. You know, so it's that sort of thing. Mm. It's um, Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. Yeah. That's kind of what this reminds me of. Okay. <laughs> um, but then at one point, I think it's in the. I think it's. Oh, in it's the on Hulu first, too. It's it's either in the first or the second episode. I think it's in the first episode. That's the first one. Um, yeah. He it is the first one. Okay. Mm. He comes home and he finds his mother murdered by someone, and all of a sudden his ability kicks in. But instead of sending him like five or ten minutes back, it sends him eighteen years into the past. Oh. And so hey. now he's just kind of <laughs> like, so now he has to figure out how to. Um, who killed his mother and how to prevent her murder while he's uh, a child. Cause he, he's like, a I don't forget. I rem- he's like, a, Oh, so yeah, he goes a, back into his child. body. Yeah, he's a child now. Yeah. So he's in elementary okay, okay. school in his child body and has to figure out how to prevent his mother's murder. 
essentially. Okay. It's a super I will have to give this a go. Ship. You said it's on Crunchyroll? It's on, Crunchy yeah, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Well, it's on you know, let me let me verify that now because I might have A lot of stuff has changed around cuz I watched Well, it on I'm Crunchy looking Roll. at it right now. It is definitely on Hulu according to yeah. the interweb. I just looked it up on my Netflix. It's there too. Okay. okay and okay. It, it is still there on Crunchyroll go. too. So yeah. yeah. So, so nice. it's everywhere. Um, so but we have yeah, plenty of. I may have to watch that. You said it's only twelve episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, twelve yeah. episodes. It's a su- it's nice. a super interesting mystery. Um, highly recommended. It it's just it's absolutely wonderful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be our show for this week. You can catch us next week. We have a few more episodes left in this season. I am Michael McLeod. You can catch me streaming on Twitch occasionally whenever I decide <laughs> to do it under Michael <laughs> underscore McLeod, and you can contact this podcast. Oh yeah, on Twitter at Game Room Pod. Also at GameRoomPod at gmail.com. Jonathan, plug your stuff. Twitch.tv slash Enchantermon. YouTube slash Enchantermon. Twitter slash Enchantermon. Pretty much anything you can think of slash Enchantermon. Not anything, but those are, the, those are the three major ones. All of my those Twitch uh, announcements go on Twitter. And uh, I usually stream Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays uh, starting at around 6, 6.30 except the days we record this and then I have to start later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See a set schedule. Especially, especially when we go long winded. Dwight plug. Yeah. <laughs> so D money 8719 on pretty much everything. I also occasionally um, stream on Twitch. I was going to stream my wife playing stray, but then decided the last minute to not. And she got bored of it pretty quick, actually. <laughs> oh no. And Brent, you got anything to plug? Um, I guess I can say uh, no podcast. Yes, no yep. podcast at pretty much anything. If you didn't, if you didn't plug it yeah. out, it, it, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, uh, Twitch, we stream our podcast weekly. Usually they're Wednesday. If you can't catch us live, we post it anywhere, everywhere you can get podcasts. Either myself or any of my co-hosts kind of stream randomly on Twitch. Mm. So I recently did like a bunch of all of the the original three Crash Bandicoot games. Oh, nice. um, I saw that. Yeah, I just uh, just streamed uh, first part of Stray. Hopefully, I can get back on that and finish that. So it's very sure you can do it. I have faith. <laughs> <laughs> it's just making time. That's all it is. Yeah, sucks to be a grown up, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Bills. Uh, but with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you guys next week. Goodbye. See ya. All right, goodbye. Bye.